Hello, hello. Welcome to Anything But A One podcast. My name is Alex, otherwise known as Twelfthman. I'm here as always because I'm the only one who has the 20p which we put into the washing machine to clean everyone's clothes. And so I make people follow me around so they have to they have to hang out with me. Uh, I am not alone. Who is here with me today? Uh, Matt Nightwing here as mostly always. And Andy Hawker. We don't have a Nazgob at the moment. He's off doing something important like, like Sleeping. life. Sleeping. Sleeping, quite possibly. And do you know what's quite cool, ladies and gentlemen at home? Guess bloody well what? We're already in the same flipping room, every single one of us. Hey, hey, we're always in our luxury studio. Yeah, I know, but usually it's by hologram feed. No, we've actually decided, because originally we recorded over microphones because we were too far away from each other, but that was when it was like me and Yate, Matt in Bristol, um, Merrick over in... Cainshaw or Clevedon, that's Clevedon, it, yeah. yeah. And um, Hung Donkeyman was down in like the bog ass end of nowhere. So <laughs> Somerset, we, somewhere. Yeah. yeah. So we recorded remotely, and now we're like, hold on a minute, three of us live in the same city. <laughs> Tell you what, let's all meet up and record. Isn't that exciting? That is a thing we can do now. We are not online, so we have no kind of distractions. No one's painting, no one's clicking, no lag. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be great. You can click fingers. That's fine. You can do that as much <laughs> as you want. Shields for. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so this uh, we're starting this episode because we may be doing other sections later on. I don't know what we're going to be talking about yet because we do it in sections now. So God knows what we're going to talk about by the time the episode comes out. But for now, we are going to be talking about Chaos Pact. Or Renegades, as they now are. Or Chaos they... Renegades. Whatever. I, I, I don't recognise that name. No, they're, they're packed. They'll always be packed. Absolutely. So, yeah, we're talking about the Chaos Pact team. We're going to hopefully uh, do a little bit of catching up as well, because we didn't talk about the Skaven Star players way back when, so we'll quickly yep. race through all of those. Um, then we'll talk about Bomber Dribble Snot, a few skills, and that'll be this section completed. Because it's been ages since we did a team, and we've only got two left, so we should really finish these. Yes. Because according to our schedule, originally posted, we're about oh I don't know sixty episodes behind. <laughs> so it's about time we finally pulled our finger out. Team discussion. Team discussion. So chaos packed. Chaos packed. What's not to love? Everything. They've got big guys, they've got agility 4, they've got cheap linemen, they've got skill access up the wazoo, they have literally nothing wrong with them. They are the perfect team. True or false? False. 100% false. <laughs> well, we actually have a, a bit of an advantage, because Andy, sitting opposite me now, in the same room, I'm so excited about this, he, uh, he actually won a tournament with Pact. I did. But that's nice. like saying, Matt got up this morning, because it's not a surprise to anybody. Yeah. But the winning game was against Matt. Ah, spoilers. The last game, your dwarves, my chaos pact. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. It, you yeah, wiped that from your memory. Remember that, yeah. So we have a winner's perspective, which will be interesting. Mm, but we'll get on to that, I'm sure, as time goes on. So I don't actually have the roster in front of me. I normally do, but I'm at Matt's house and we can't find his internet code. So I'm entirely offline. But I'm pretty sure I've got it all to memory. So summon them up quickly then. I say packed to you, Matt. What do you think? Uh, lots of big guys. Lots of big guys. Different ones as well. Yeah. I mean, of varying quality. But yeah. <laughs> they, are they, you they, suggesting <laughs> some of them are better than others? Yes. <laughs> Poor old troll. <laughs> Poor old oft-forgotten troll. Yeah. Well, the thing is, they get they get three strength five players, all of whom have negatraits. Um, different negatraits as well. They've all got different, different, different ones. Traits. <laughs> that, that, that is also true. Yeah. 
Um, but they, it's not just all the big guys. They get all the positionals. They get all the positionals and all the animosity. That's true. Death Zone have introduced a whole extra positional for them as well. So yeah. they've got Amelie. They've got one, two, three, four, four five, six, seven, eight different positionals. Eight different positionals, yeah. Which is obscene. That's a stupid amount of positionals. Yeah. but And most of them are zero to one. Yes, that's why this episode could potentially take a while. Because <laughs> when it's vampires, it's like, okay, these are vampires, these are thralls, job done. Here it's like, okay, this is this positional, and this one, and then this one, and then this one, and then this one. So should we start with the should we start with the humble Chaos Renegade? Yes, the, the human renegade. The human nice. renegade. Yeah. He's changed since previous editions. Yes. He used to be... A marauder. Yeah, Marauder. Yeah. And he used to roll a dice to determine which random skill he got, depending on which clan he was part of back in the day back yeah. in the day back in the long day. long time ago so you can end up with like three with sure hands yeah. which is kind of good in a way yeah they used to be a bit, a bit more <laughs> random but if, it, if it's background they're, they're chaotic they're wandering around the chaos wastes yeah learning how to pick up the ball yeah but not learning how to pass the ball that's no. the different clan no, clans good at war for less clan. yeah <laughs> well look let's, let's have a look he's 50k he's yes. a human lineman in every way yeah except he has shit loads of skill access Yes. He can have everything, practically. And interestingly, they're 0 to 12 on 0 to 16. Yes, like means, Underworld. Yeah. The only team yeah. in which there is a 0 to 12 positional, which is weird. Yeah. Obviously, um, he's got general access, yeah. as you'd expect. He's also got passing access, which is controversial, but yeah. he's got it, you know, fair yeah. enough. He's also got strength access. He's also got mutation access on yeah. normals, this is. So the only thing he can get on a double is agility. Yeah. To to be fair, it's the mutations that make them stand out because yeah. you can you can just specialise them it's so much with mutations. Unreal. Yeah. So I mean, Clawpom leaps to mind <laughs> pretty yeah. much immediately. Yeah, and the uh, you know the old extra arms, big big hands, two heads for the basically one who picks up the ball and runs mm. with it and does stuff. Yes, they, they, it's it's ridiculous how many ways you can build a chaos pack marauder. Yeah, it's obscene. You can give him very long legs, and then if you get a double, give him leap. You've got yourself a slam. Yeah. You can give him stand firm and on a double diving tackle, prehensile tail and tackle. You can give him a flipping stand firm, guard, block, grab, yeah. frenzy. It's Well, not grab and frenzy, but you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. You can give him, as you say, mighty blow, claw, piling on. This is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, he's a, he's a lineman, so he's, the chances of him getting skills are fairly low. I think the big thing with the... Marauder Renegade is other than the big guys he's the only player with strength access yeah so he's going to be your guarder he's going to yeah. be operating in that role might, might blow claw as the, possibly yeah. yeah he's the only guy with passing access yeah so he will or should be in my view your main ball carrier because he doesn't suffer with the animosity which Correct. we'll go on to later yeah. they've all got access to mutations um, and the general skills so when you play with a packed team, the biggest issue for me, especially in a perpetual league environment, mm. is you need to have a plan from the start. If you don't, it's going to spiral out of control. You don't know where you're going to go and you're going to cause yourself more problems and you won't see those problems arise until it's happened. Yeah. Um, in a tournament situation, they do fulfil the role as linemen. I don't see them as linemen in a league team. No, in a, in a league team, they're your specialist players. They're, 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 there's, the, there's the ones you skill up as the blitzers with, you know, the block, mighty blow, horns. God, whatever, horns, yeah. yeah. There's the ones you skill up as the ball carriers, the ones you skill up as the throwers, 
the ones you screw up as a nuisance, you know, like the kind of tentacles, prehensile tail, foul appearance one. Oh, you know, so much options. I don't think the Chaos Pack team has a lineman per se in a league team. Yeah. In a tournament team, then yes. Definitely. In a league yeah. team, I don't think they've got that luxury. And that is a problem that they bring, which is a nice problem. Yeah, it's a good yeah, problem to have. Yeah. But it means there's nobody who you want to just be standing there taking hits. No, really? And, and he's very average across the line, six three three eight stat line. At, at, the, at the end of the day, as a starting player, they're a human lineman. Yeah. Just with ridiculous skill access. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just the skill access that makes them stand out, effectively. He's one of the only pieces. I would say, usually when I say first skin on a team, I think something like kick. Kick is a handy skill to have. Maybe sure hands if you don't have it. Mm. But with these guys, leader. 70k rerolls. You've, you've, you've just got so much access for them. Yeah. you saved yourself 50k in your yeah, team value yeah. on a random lineman. That's mm. huge. Yeah. A random MVP and then a, either a lucky casualty or a um, you know a thrown pass. pass. And that's save, just an extra reroll you've just got. <laughs> yeah. So easy. On a thrower, for example, on any other team, you think, in a league, would I take thrower? Would I take leader because blah, blah, blah. Oh, mm. He's got better skills. On a chummy chaos pan renegade lineman, yeah, yeah. straight away, yeah, there we go, yeah, easy peasy. Yeah, just have your lineman, give him leader, give him kick as his next skill. Brilliant. Yeah, there you yeah, go. He's, he's your specialist guy who stands at the back yeah. and just goes, "Look, I'm a leader caddy." And it means you can afford to take a, a team with all your positionals and less rerolls because you know you're going to get another one yeah. fairly sharpish, yeah. which is crazy. I mean, other than that, I guess normal skills. We're talking, well, as we said, so many options. Yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong with block if you wanted a cookie cutter go. The, the, the thing, the thing with human renegades or marauders is that um, you've got the normal skills which combine just so well with mutations. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you can give one dodge and then you give him two heads as his next skill. Yeah, and suddenly he's dodging on two plus. Yeah, if he rolls a double, there's. Uh, I suppose the double, yeah. When if you do roll a double with a chaos packed guy, it depends what skills you've given him already. Yeah. If you've given him tackle or prehensile tail, yeah. then give him diving tackle. Exactly, if you've given yeah. him block, give him dodge. If you've given him sure hands, um, give him, I guess, dodge as well. But then you can go like, if you you can just ignore the double, because if you've got sure hands, give him extra arms. Yeah. No, give him two the, heads. The, the mutations fill a lot of holes where you'd normally think, I'd have an agility skill for that. But actually you can go, oh, but I've got access to mutations, so I'll yeah. have this skill. Do I even need it? Yeah. I mean, in some ways, would you rather have a, in terms of TV bloating, if you're getting really down to the nitty gritty, instead of going for, for example, um, dodge or something, yeah. You could go for two heads. Absolutely, it's 10k yeah. less. If yeah. you're if you're in a tournament where you're paying the cost for skills, that could save you 10k, which might be the difference between a Minotaur and a Troll. Definitely, yeah. Absolutely, you know? yeah. Extra arms instead of... You could even drop things like... Um, instead of You could go extra arms instead of doubles because you think, ultimately, is this guy really going to use his double skill that much? Or for 20k, I can make him just so much better at what he's doing. Yeah, make a massive difference, yeah. It's obscene. Yeah. I friggin' love them. Yeah. It's the slam blitzer problem. There's too much to give them. Yeah. So what do you give him first? Well, the, th- the thing is, unlike Slam Blitzers, with Slam Blitzers, we only get four on a team. That's Where, true. Whereas these, you've, you're probably going to have, at the very least, six or seven. Well, are you actually? Let's think about it. Three big guys. Yeah. Skaven, Dark Elf, Orc, Goblin, maybe? Um, Orc and Goblin are... Well, but... Skaven and Dark Elf, yeah, you normally find them in there. If you did take all the positionals, though, yeah. then you could just bring four. You'd only have four linemen. I think... The, you've touched on a couple of areas there, the mm. Orc, the Skaven, and the Goblin, do you, don't you? Yeah. I can see purpose to take each and every single one of them and what they could potentially bring to the team. Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah. But we'll discuss that as we 
Like, it's the, as... the, the thing is, it's because the big guys are so expensive. Yeah, you're gonna have to leave something at home, and it, uh, it it's quite often one of the positionals just mm. to make sure you've got. I mean, if you if you were starting a league team with them, you'd probably want, like, say, at least four or five of the linemen yeah. in there. They, they probably are the right. Core of the team. Yeah, I think you need because of the lack of rerolls to be looking at short hands early on. Yeah, definitely. So you could pick definitely, the ball yeah. up. Um, Block's never a bad thing. Guard is always a good thing. Well, that's the thing, actually, you're right. you've got running about, you want to maximise three dice blocks. So yeah. guard, guard's massive there. Huge, yeah. Um, if you went down the route of looking at um, people to pick up the ball, extra arms, they double up as a receiver as well then, catching yeah. on twos. That's true. So maybe a couple of those that spreads the area to depending on how you're going to play your team. Um, I don't think for one minute they'd ever make a passing team. You could make a <laughs> passing team from them. Yeah. There but was discussions if, at Elf Olympics. If you, well, you can go for 12 linemen, right? All had extra arms and dump off and nerves of steel. And then what you do is you set up your guys in a conga line and you just pass the ball between them. I mean, the thing is, yeah, it's going to be... <laughs> it's a rugby team. Like I say, with the human renegades, it's going to be easy to specialise them. So if you get the right set of skills, the right roles, you might have a really, really good thrower and a really, really good catcher mm. as two of your linemen. Mm. But you might not. But then with movement six... Mm. Are you looking to play a passing game? Because that guy you're passing to should be with the rest of the team. Yeah. And at the, at the end of the day, your big guys are all slower than that. Yeah. So. <clears throat> yeah. The only person you should be passing to or from is the goblin. Mm. <laughs> he's, the, he's, the, he's the one you should be passing. Yeah, he'll be the involved in the pass. Should be yeah. passing. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That's what yeah. I meant. The, um, so, what do you do if you roll a stat up on a renegade, on okay. a marauder? Movement, uh, yes. Really? Stat, actually, yeah. Would you do that? Would yeah. you give movement seven? Difference between movement six and seven is massive. You've only, you've only got access to one movement seven player I guess that's on your scaling. starting roster. So having another one who, bearing in mind with his next skill, you know, you can get a mutation to take advantage of that. Mm. Movement four, definitely. Especially if he hasn't developed too much, he can then become a very quick um, yeah. killing piece. Yeah. Give him horns and all of a sudden he's blitzing at strength five. One assist. Are you talking about strength yeah. up here, yeah? yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I seem always take the strength up. Agility strength four, agility, yeah. without any shadow of a doubt, you've now got your second agility four piece. Absolutely, it Makes yeah. him extremely versatile. Mm. Big hands picking up and two in tackle zones. Yeah. That's true. And if you then... You, agility four means you can, if you wanted to, give him two heads and he's two, dodging two, into two cages, heads, yeah. you know, dodging almost. Cages, well, the agility yeah. four fills the role of so many different mutations. Yes. The extra arms, yeah. the, the two heads. It, it works know. really well with them, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Would you ever armor, bother no. with armour? No. No? That's one thing I have never seen purpose in, is the extra armour. Um, on any piece? On anything. Oh, controversial. Either, I, I, I never I've taken armor. I have. If the armour's nine, it's probably high enough, in which case some, there's normally another skill that will fit in better. Yeah. Um, or movement's better. And if their armour's low, well, you're just adding value on a shit armour piece. I've taken it on armour seven pieces, like high off catchers before so because, I'd go with the movement over that but then yes. I've got myself another blitzer if I'm high off then I've got three blitzers but you've also got yourself movement nine otherwise yeah movement nine is huge I was going to say it just opens up that one turning that little I've, bit better I've taken it on linemen as well so for example I had a slam team and I thought I've got four blitzers already I don't need to spend another 30k to get another movement seven piece he's not got any other skills he's going to be the one who sits on the line and gets punched let's make him armour nine 
So I've done that before, and I've, it means I always set up with him on the line. Yeah. Block, dodge, fend, sidestep are all far above extra armor. Yeah. Well, not on a lineman though, because if yeah. you have a six and a four, but it's just he, he just becomes a bloated, really expensive lineman. When if you're going to be putting him on line, you just want your cheap, crappy lineman on the line, or your strong, tough ones who can take hits. And claw still makes you seven. Well, yeah, we got. <laughs> well, you can, there's always going to be a way to unpick it. You know, I can yeah. say movement seven don't matter if you're on the floor or whatever, or if you've been fouled to death. You well, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Exactly, yeah. But I'm just saying, Massive, yeah. I have Huge. done it. You know, what I'm I'd like to. to remind people of, we're in the same room, so me and Matt can high five at this moment. Whatever. <laughs> and I can walk off. I can say, fuck this. Go somewhere else. So we're now going to change the podcast to anything but Alex. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Any- Abba. <laughs> Good luck recording and uploading it. That's all I'm yeah. saying. Um, so we talked. We essentially then they are so diverse. Yeah. Build them however the hell you want. You've got so many options. Guard is a really good choice. Yeah. But have a plan first. But yeah. have a plan. Don't, don't do what I did. They're open specialization, but don't don't go. I'll give him blockers his first skill, and then two heads, and then an extra arm. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's, a, that's that's optimum. See, I had a. I'm see if I can find just, it here. You just need to have a, a clear role in mind about what you can do with them, yeah. how the team's going to play, yeah, and how the rest of the team develops can impact on how they develop. Absolutely, yeah. I had um, the only time I've really taken them in a in a proper league. I'm, I'm getting up, up here on fumble. They all they did it seems was roll doubles and stat ups. So I started going every time I got a double. Oh, I'm going to take that double. Every time I got a stat up, oh, I'm going to take that stat up. So I've got like, for example, all sorts of random shit. I've got like a movement seven lineman who's got nothing else. I've got a, a guy with kick and plus agility. Yeah. I've got two sidestepping ones. And you think these just these guys did nothing? A sidestep lineman. I got too excited about it. I was going to go okay. sidestep and guard yeah. on everybody. But the point is, I then had to play seven or eight games until they got their next skill. Well, and all yeah. I had was a random <clears throat> chap, crappy lineman who had nothing but sidestep, which isn't that great. <laughs> If you've got no other skills. Mm. So have a plan. That's yeah. so important. Yeah, have Definitely. a plan. And I would say don't be afraid to leave a double or a stat up with these guys in particular. If you've got, for example, block and claw and mighty blow, and then you roll, well, I don't know, if you do roll that double then, and you think, ah, I really want piling on or something. Or if you roll that plus movement, maybe go, you know what? This guy doesn't need to be yeah. movement seven or whatever. Yeah, yeah that's probably fair, yeah. He's, he's got to sort it out. He's it's a tech guy. Problem, yeah. oh. so. Great. For, for folks at home, what just happened there is we had a we stopped recording and then we started again and they and it's all gone a bit wrong and they're going, don't worry about it, Alex will sort it out on the editing. So got, cheers, guys. Hey, Thanks. It, was your, it was your mistake. Your so. mistake. Again, high five. Absolutely. Whatever. Okay, so I'm that's the human. recommending we move on to the Dark Elf, Renegade. Yes. Fine by me. And my thinking behind this is he has two purposes depending on if he's a tournament playing team or a league team. Let Absolutely, me guess, yeah. he's the primary ball carrier in both instances. No, <gasps> no. Shock hard. Quantroversy. He is arguably the star player of the type team early on. He can do anything he wants being an elf. Yeah. In a tournament, you're there for one purpose, one purpose only, win games. Absolutely, and yeah. that's what he does. In a league team, you want to win games, but if he becomes your ball carrier, he will hog all the star player points. Yeah. Yes, he will. And with animosity, we will discuss later, he cannot give the ball away if he rolls a one, which then means the rest of your team can't get the ball off him. Yeah. Technically, you could throw it to an empty space. You just can't hand it off to somebody of a different race. So you could no. go, instead of you, human, I'm going to throw it to the floor <laughs> and hope it bounces. Can you do that, actually? Um, Maybe you can't. I think you have to... We'll check. Have you got the rule book? We'll check that when we get to animosity. One minute at the moment, yeah. 
Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll leave it to yeah. We'll, we'll do it in a minute. But the point being, if he's hogging all your star player points, your marauders aren't developing. Absolutely. Yeah. And we've just yeah. discussed that they are the backbone of the team. The temptation yeah. is you look at him when you go agility four. He's obviously the ball carrier. Yeah. And that is the temptation, isn't it? But once he's got it, you can never really get rid of. Well, you can get rid of it, but there's always that chance. If you're waiting for a handoff pay to run it in, and you fail that animosity, you've only got yourself to blame. I think if you turn over the ball, he's the perfect person to go and get it. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Different purpose. Um, when you're receiving, I think the agility three pick up with a marauder, feed the marauder skills. You might not make the first marauder. We're going back to them, but that's where the core is. Might not make the first marauder your dedicated ball carrier, gain him skills for other purposes. But I think the dark elf renegade needs to fulfil the role of um, ball sacker or, mm. you know, the, the 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 star player within the team, yeah, a bit like the war dancer with the wood elf team, where he's not necessarily the score because that should be the catchers where the handoff happens unless you run it in. Mm. They do make good ball carriers, don't get me wrong. They're good retrievers. They're good ball sackers. That's yes. my thinking. Yeah, it's a good valid point, and the fact is they've got the skills to do it. So they can be, you, you can give them block and dodge to start with to make them more mobile. You can then give them tackle, strip ball. You can give them leap and very long legs. You can give yeah. them all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Any skill that you would want to take a ball carry down, these guys can get it. You can make him a wrestle, tackle, very long legs, leap, frenzy, horns piece. Yeah. The fact yeah, it's got, I mean, the, the, the access to mutations is just massive mm. for them. Yeah. He's the only piece, I think, in the game that has general and agility and mutation yeah. on normals. Yeah, well, I think the thing is, you've basically got a player who, you know, if you're using him in a sacking role, a player you can give, you know, block and horns, for example, and he's still got Julie 4. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. it's like, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's obscene. Yeah. But, and, like you say, it's a completely different role at a tournament. Yes. So at a mm. tournament, he will almost invariably be one of the players you'll be giving a skill. Yeah, and I think in a tournament, well, I did when I played, he was yeah, my ball sorry. carrier for that purpose. Agility yeah. four, less chance of turnover. I just yeah. need to pick the ball up, get down the pitch and score. Yeah. What yes. happens one game doesn't affect the the, the next yeah. other than the result. It's yeah. one of those things that's the different. Start points basically don't apply at that point. There are so, yeah. quite a lot of things like that in tournaments that are so different to league play. Absolutely, yeah. And that's the thing. If you're listening to this for your league, then yeah, take this with the, with the correct uh, context. Yeah, in similar ways... We, 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 do, we do try and remember... To, to differentiate yeah, to differentiate where we can yeah. in the same way that we'd say like Griff Overworld is the best one of the best pieces in the game for scoring and just being shenanigansy in a league if you're trying to get star player points don't give the ball to Griff however in a tournament give the bloody ball to Griff yeah. Yeah. for example yeah. um, that's why Eldritch Sidewinder is better in tournaments than leagues because yeah, yeah. in tournaments he's a fucking awesome ball carrier and in the leagues he's still a great ball carrier but you'll want to give the ball to someone else yeah, yeah. different roles yeah <clears throat> so making him as a ball carrier then would you give him block or wrestle? Who, the Dark Elf? Yields. Um, I would probably give him block. Is that so when he gets hit, he stays up? or No, I think um, because of the sidestep access, mm. if you've given him blodge, or if you give him wrestle, and he sidesteps, you can also put him down on the both down. Whereas if you give him blodge, when you hit him, unless you roll a power, he's not going down. Yeah. So then it becomes that inconvenience piece. I think that's small. Okay. And I suppose yeah. then to make him even worse, you could go diving tackle. Yeah. You could go you could even go prehance altail if you were feeling fruity. Yeah. yeah. But it's probably better skills to take on him. I to think prehance altail is better served on other pieces than him. Yeah. yeah. Would you what would you take on a double for him? Would you take a double on him? 
Strength and passing. passing. Passing, no. I mean, I can't see any reason why you take a passing skill on him. No need for a passing skill. Because he's not good at passing. Agility 4, but animosity. Yeah, I think... That's just a terrible idea. Yeah, passing, probably not. Strength. You could go for another guard. You More guard is always nice, but... Guard on a sidestep is always good. Why give um, him guard when you just give it to a lineman? Because he can sidestep, the lineman can't. Yeah. Give him mighty blow? Again, um, no, probably not because he's only limited to six skills. Yeah, across his, his career, <coughs> excuse me. And if only one player on yeah, the team is going to get six skills, Mike Blow is going to be a long way down the list. Isn't yeah, because yeah. with, with the access to mutations, yeah, there's so much more he can gain. Hmm. You might give him Juggernaut if you go down the strip ball route because then anyone with block you can now push them back and still strip ball. Yeah, then you can give him frenzy or something, make a yeah. mini Roxana. Um, Basically, yeah. Possibly, but even then, I think that's a, a loose grab if you're looking to spend a double. Mm. Like the slam blitz, I don't think you need to spend a double. I think I think the skill the skills you give him depends how your marauders are doing. Yeah. If you've already got like a specialised ball carry with marauder and you know a couple of specialised blitzer type <coughs> players, you're a lot freer. You know, but if you're if you've gone into it, if you know you've got one of your give one, give them a couple of your marauders guard, say you've given one of them kick. Um, and leader, you've given one of them like extra arms. You go actually, well, he's going to have to start sort of being the uh, the blitzer type player. Mm. So you know, okay, well, you know, block or wrestle, maybe horns, strip ball, frenzy, that kind of thing. So I think he's very much going to be dependent in the league environment as to how the rest of the team's doing. But again, because he's so versatile, he can go down pretty much any route. So. And I think that's the same of all of your strength yeah. three pieces in that they're all so versatile mm. that whilst you need a plan of where you're going with the team, they will all react to what's happened prior. Absolutely, yeah. It, it, it depends how the team is progressing. But the thing is, he's one of the few who, on a single, does have access to agility. Yeah. So He's such yeah. a weird piece, isn't he? You say they weird. Yeah, they, they, they are, yeah. <laughs> they all are. It's a and weird team. It's freaky. I don't with, know what I feel about them. With, with a tournament environment... With one skill given, I give him dodge because yeah. mobility is everything. Yes, yeah, very, very commonly seen with dodge. Yeah, I'm very big. I'm a big fan of giving dodges to blodges first because I'd, I'd rather have an elf who can dodge reliably than an elf who can hit reliably. Yeah, definitely. And it saves rerolls. It saves turnovers. Yeah. It's yeah, so I useful. Think that's right, yeah. Same mobility for vampires. Everything. I'd give dodge to a vampire before block and in thing, every and circumstance. The thing is, as well, at a tournament, if you know you're probably going to be using your dark elf as the ball carrier at a tournament. Having that ability to potentially grind down to a certain point and then dodge out and score. Yeah. Invaluable. Yeah. Even dodge through tackle zones on a three Absolutely, five. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. of course, yeah, as you say, build him as everyone else and fill the gaps. Make him the sacker, make him whatever. In a tournament, if you can give him. If in a tournament, if you can stack skills, would you make him a blodger? Um, possibly. Like Sawball, for example. But you can give two Sawball, skills to a player. I would, would you do probably it? use the double rather than two singles. On a Chaos Pack team to block a big guy or to do what? Potentially block a big guy or maybe claw a big guy. Yeah, I think that's probably a good call, yeah. Possibly. Fair enough. I'd, know, I'd probably pro. attempt to block the Mino because Frenzy, he's, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, um, he, he tends to be a both down <coughs> sink otherwise. Yeah. In, okay. any, in any team. But yeah, I think, like I say, it, it's just going to depend in a league, it's how the rest of the team's doing. Is he an auto take, would you say? Yes, I think so. Any circumstance, any dark elf team, any chaos pack team, take the free and dark elf. I, I think it's agility yeah. four. Can you afford to turn down agility four for an extra twenty yeah. k? No, I can't, Andy. And the, and the thing is, like you say, although you don't want him to be your primary ball carrier, there will be situations where you can think, 
well, he's Gilly 4, I could dodge into that tackle yeah. and pick up on a 4+. plus. Yeah, it just gives you an option. Just we talked option. about the, the passing game or not having one, Yeah, but he catches on a 2. You, you can pass a, to him, yeah, with a marauder, absolutely, because they've not got an answer to you. A quick they? score, two-turn touchdown, yeah. he's your go-to man. That Gilly 4, just, it can dig you out of a tight spot if you yeah. need it. Yeah. yeah. Do the um, Marauders have animosity? Mm-hmm. No. Nope. Similar to the Goblins on a Underworld team. Yeah. So you, you can do a passing play provided you're giving the ball to the Elf. Yes. Just don't give him, don't make him, you know, do throw the ball. Because it's, though it's hilarious, he's it's not also... He's a giver, he's a taker. He is. <laughs> he's, it is, it is. It's one of those things where you, it usually works best when someone's forgotten to do it. And it's like, okay, this is the handoff of the score. And they make all the rolls and they make the handoff and they're running in for the go for it. And you say, oh, hold on a minute. Oh, You've man. got to roll for animosity. It would be great if it was, if animosity worked the other way as well. Yeah. So the Marauder goes, here's the ball. And Doc goes, ooh, no. Yeah. I'm not oh, taking you. Oh, oh, oh. you have to make two rolls each time. Oh, that'd be horrible. <laughs> I'll receive it, but I'm not going to give it. <laughs> no. I'll give it, but I don't want it. It's amazing how... Um, this player, he's a lineman on other teams. Yeah. And on this team, he's like the best player in, on the whole team. The, the, the synergy with the other players you've got, yeah, it just makes him very bloody useful. And I think that's the sum of the team. Yeah. As individuals, they are linemen, they're nothing special. Yeah. But the synergy they bring with each other absolutely spot on, spot on, yeah. excels. Good old Dark Elf. Yeah. <coughs> So who who next? The Skaven Renegade. Skaven, oh, the Skaven. So, yeah. well, the, well, the Dark Elf is the extra agility, and otherwise the same. Yeah. The Skaven has the extra movement, less armor though. Yes. But movement Some seven. Some people might say leave them at home because the movement when you're movement six across the board or lower less, but the armor loss isn't worth the, the trade off. Yeah. However, I believe Skaven Renegade to be a good ball sacker. Yeah. He's quick. Mm-hmm. If you give him skills like horns and wrestle and tackle and then strip ball, you've got a blitzing strength for absolutely yeah. ball stripper. Yeah. Yeah. And I that's, agree. That's for me is where his role fills in the team. Horns and wrestle and strip ball. Yeah, yeah. is a really good combination. On and him. the thing is, it's just <clears throat> at the end of the day, it's again, it's having that one point of extra movement that might yeah. just get you out of fix. And if you ever get into that situation, movement seven could become your one turn touchdown piece. Yeah. Roll next movement. Also, eight is. It's not proper blood bowl. One turn touchdowns. I have this conversation with Andy all the time. I don't like it. It's unnatural. It's weird. And I can't do him. It's not proper blood bowl. I need, we, we need to have a training session with him. Yeah, we do. I'll just do one turn touchdowns. You can also give him two heads if you want to make him a one turn touchdown guy. Yeah, two heads. Um, he, he's just, again, for such a, a basic piece on a Skaven team, yeah. he's got a very key role to fill, mm. as they all do. Um, but I do believe he makes a great because you can leave him backfield knowing that movement 7 if he's dead centre of the board he can get to anywhere Yeah, that is valuable I do I do think um, you do see in the same way that if you're at a tournament and there's a dark elf he'll probably have dodge every time I've seen a pack team or a lot of the time the Skaven's given something like wrestle yeah I've wrestled mm. him his, yeah. I've seen a Skaven <clears throat> with claw before that was unusual. Yeah. I was surprised, right. but thinking about it, I was like, actually, uh, all right. I mean, I'm not sure it was the first skill, well, but yeah. it was in a, it was in a tour, it was in a league actually. First game okay. of the league, it was yeah. random skills, and he rolled it on the goblin and the skaven, and he went horns on the goblin and gave the skaven claw. And I thought that's a bit silly, but this was quite early on in the league. Suddenly, I was a bit worried. I was like, actually, this guy's movement seven. I'm all armor eight. If anyone's going to kill anybody, mm, yeah, it's going to be this stupid yeah. skaven. 
I think for me, first skill you're looking at wrestle or horns, yeah, depending on definitely. the role, especially in tournament environment. Obviously, horns is the two dice, but wrestle is the protection of putting you down. Yeah. In a, I wonder what the, st- <coughs> the stats are if you're hitting a ball carrier. Is it better to be strength four or better to have wrestle? Depends on the strength of the guy you're hitting. That's the thing. Assuming strength three. If, if you're hitting a strength three player, um, I don't know, is it better, better to If you're hitting roll? a strength three player, then you've got 50% chance of putting the spilling the ball, assuming they don't have dodge. With wrestle, yeah. So you've got a... On two dice, I think you've got a 55% chance of knocking someone down if they've got no defensive skills. Let's say you want a defender stumbles or a pow on two dice, but then if they've got, like, dodge, then it's different. And if you've mm. got wrestle... Oh, oh. The stat, where's the Samba action calculator? Where is it? Have you seen this? Hey, folks yes. online, yeah. Google Samba action calculator. It's a little blood bowl widget that if someone's you made. Candle are jerk, I think. Knocking someone down on just the power or stumbles with two dice, it's 43.5%. Is that all it is? Mm. I thought, because that's essentially a five plus with a reroll, isn't it? If you think yeah. about it. Yeah. I thought that was slightly better than half odds. No. I guess it's slightly worse than half odds. I've been playing my Saurus wrong. Let's have a look here. No, Let's that's 43% chance of it not coming loose. So it is, it's 47%, 46%. Yeah, you've got a 55% chance of knocking someone loose, knocking the ball loose. If you've not got any, if they've got no defensive skills, you've got no offensive skills, but you've got two dice. Mm. Yeah. If it's one dice, though, you're better off with, you've only got a 50% chance with wrestle. Yeah. But then the thing is, you can also use wrestle defensively, can't you? Yeah, I mean, if you come across... Horns is no good, if it's something a, unless like, you're blitz. Um, a blitz and orc blitzer all of a sudden that changes massively because yeah. the wrestle's useful but if you come across something like a war dancer instead of it just being the power that puts him down all of a sudden there's two dice on each dice roll yeah I'd, I think I'd always be tempted professionalised to probably give him wrestle as a more I think so ge- general use skill in terms of the first one and the thing is let's say you blitz someone with horns and it doesn't put him down yeah. suddenly you've got your squishy armour 7 strength 3 guy and he's got nothing defensively he's strength 3 with nothing yeah. He's going and, down. And you've also got to think, if for any reason they've got the assist nearby, two dice uphill when you've got wrestle... Let's get the calculator out. A bit more forgiven than two dice uphill when you've... Um, or one dice, I would have thought. It's an option you can take. Yeah. yeah. Two dice uphill with wrestle, let's see. Oh, hold on, that's the wrong way around. I did it, a two dice block with wrestle. A two dice uphill with wrestle is a... 25% chance of working. Yeah. It's actually not too bad. So With a re-roll, it's yeah, almost right. half. So overall, Skaven Renegade, he's he's pretty good. He's pretty versatile. He's got the extra movement. Yeah. And it, again, he's only got access to general mutation, but... You know, That's enough. With, yeah, with with those skills, you can specialise. So, you like, really, auto-take yeah. him? Is he an auto-take? I would personally, because so, yeah. the same cost as a Marauder. I think so, yeah. He's, he's only 50k. That's the thing, so... I think um, because he's the same value, yeah. then you can. Mm. The only time you might say no, again, going back to the Dark Dove, is if you need that 20k something else. Absolutely. And you might say, well, actually, I need something. But you've got to have a good reason to justify that then. He's the same price. The only way you'd save money is if you bought a Goblin instead. Yeah. <laughs> and that uh, wouldn't be good. I, I think the Renegade is, yeah, he's, he's too useful not to have in your kind of starting team. Again, yeah. it a lot depends on how you play. And... It's a conversation I had with Spence, Dan Azen, um, about different players, different skills, and he was saying about block on a dwarf runner. It's very forgiving skill. A lot of coaches will go for it yeah. 
quickly. However, if your position is particularly good or you're a particularly good player, the value you get out of that skill diminishes rapidly mm. and quickly. In theory, if you're playing the perfect game, you'll never, they'll never use it. They'll never hit get near the yeah. door for anyway. But something like kickoff return, yeah. in theory, will help you no matter what, pretty I th- much. I think in that case, yeah, it's just the attraction of all of your players having yeah. block. And, and more than anything, I think. Yeah, yeah. the, the Skaven Renegade, weaker armour, but if you position well and you play well, yeah. they shouldn't get to him. Mm. If they do, something else has gone wrong elsewhere. If you're yeah, using exactly, his yeah. Blitz piece, because he's got the extra movement, Blitz out, hit someone, run back in. Yeah. Hide behind your wall of armour eight. Yeah. That's the way so to I, do I, it. I think, yeah, it's certainly very useful. Definitely. Yeah. So take the Skaven. Yeah. I think so. I think personally. so, yeah. Let's talk about another piece who is on the team, who's like the Skaven, but slightly smaller and, and squishier. squishier. Much squishier. The In fact, he's not very much like the Skaven at all. No. The Goblin <laughs> Renegade. Yes. I freaking love the fact that they've got a random Goblin on this team. I love this Goblin. I have played Chaos Pack teams, which have had level 5 Goblins that were strength 3, with block, and two heads, and they're obscene. Yeah. I fucking love it. I love Goblins with mutations. Goblins with mutations can suddenly become quite good once you get yes. two or three skills on the board. A Goblin with two heads <laughs> is really, really annoying. A Goblin with two heads and big hand is really, really annoying. And this is it. I think with the Goblin, you've, you've hit nail on the head. The two heads, you can get through tackle zones to important places, especially if he's picked up something like guard. Yeah. Um, or if he's got horns. Yep. Strength horns, three oh. in the blitz. Um, oh, slow down. Hold on. Give a minute. Him, Big hand, he's picking up in tackle zones. Yeah, when the dark elf or the skaven's done their job, mm. um, in to pick up on a three out. If he's got the extra arms, then it becomes a two. So, we've only talked about mutations purely for this little guy, and it's already creating yeah. masses of problems for somebody else. Yeah. Stunties, if you keep, when giving mutations, they can just ignore the agility skills, they become really good. Yeah. They can take so many mutations and improve their game. You can give him two heads, and he's a mobile assist. Yeah, yeah. Two, two heads, he's straight away. Two plus um, dodges automatically. Dodge real. Brilliant. Mm. Yeah. Oh, he's good. Take him. Well, would you take him? That's a good question. Would you um, take him? I think a lot depends on the TV value of what you've got going. Yeah. I don't think I had a Goblin when I played in Foul Ball because the purpose for that was the one-turn touchdown. Is, yeah, that's right. And I'm not building a team based around throwing a Goblin to score a touchdown. <laughs> the yeah. job should have been done already. Yeah, that's right. Well, they do give the extra opportunity at the end of the drive, though. They do. With the ogre as well. You'd have to throw him with the troll. Somebody score a um, one turn touchdown with a goblin off a blitz because the ball was landing in the end zone. Uh, Oh, right, yeah. So they threw the goblin who landed under the ball. Yeah, Yeah. it might have been Army Dave that done it. Um, And he happened to get the goblin to the end zone. Great, he's scored before anybody's had a turn. Yeah. Um, but how often is that going to happen? Very far and few yeah. between. Um, I think I, I think they're they're very useful players to have. Um, it gi- it gives you a dodge right off the bat. Yeah, that's the thing. It gives, you, it gives you a dodge roll right off the bat. It does it does give you certain options. In the same way as the Skaven, um, they shouldn't really be getting hit. They shouldn't. I think if you've got the Goblin and the Skaven too early on. That's two armor, seven pieces. It starts yeah. to become, and it depends on the role you're given. Mm. The Skaven you're leaving as a safety potentially. The Goblin you're starting to use in the mobile assist, yeah. so he's in the firing line a little bit more. My Goblins tend to, don't test to, <coughs> tend to last very long in a packed team because I use them as nuisance pieces. With Stunty, um, which is the double-edged sword of easy injuries, yeah. Yeah. he needs to be on the pitch. But is he a liability having him on the pitch? 
Um, you could go down the route of dirty player on him. And I was going to say he's a good fowler. He's a cheap fowler. But is that the best double to give him? Probably not. I prefer to give him wrestle. Block. I love giving my standees yeah. wrestle because it makes people so irritated when they hit them yeah. and they, they need pals all of a sudden I mean at the end of the day he is the cheapest player you've got well that's so the thing you can save money by buying him yeah it's, it's relatively it should be relatively easy to find 40k firm yes um, in a standard pack I team. think if I had one player left to buy and I had 50k in value I'd probably take a renegade but what if you had 40k in value? If I had 40k in value and it meant changing something else, that changes the question a lot. I think I think it depends how many players it is. Yeah. If it's if it's eleven play if you've already got eleven players and you're getting the twelfth. Then it's more viable. Yeah, I think so, yeah. You know, I don't think he's as auto go to as the likes of the Dark Elf. No. Hmm. Um The the thing is he's cheap enough that, especially in a league, you could probably pick him up after your first game. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. So he's not it's not essential to necessarily have him in the starting lineup because you're going to be able to get him fairly early on anyway. Yeah, I think in a tournament he's worth having because every game's a cup final, every game you need to win, and if it gives you that option of potentially throwing, yeah, then potentially throwing or dodging <coughs> through, you know, yeah. multiple times, whatever. If you, you are know, going to do just... the one-turn touchdown with him, though, don't hand off with the dark elf because no. that's another role you have to make. I know it's tempting because you go, ah. Agility, agility four. This will be great, but don't forget animosity. Yeah. Yes. Wouldn't it be funny if the big guys had animosity and you had to roll before you threw the goblin? <laughs> oh, I'm not going to throw him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't trust him enough to throw him. <laughs> so, so, would you give him on a? Um, would you give him? So we, I guess, doubles then quickly. Block, guard, no, two heads and guard. Give him mighty blow. Because there's nothing more horrendous than a claw horns goblin coming down and might blow in your face. <laughs> I've done that or something similar at Underworld, um, at, at, at Threadball. I had a claw mighty blow goblin and he was amazing. I, I think it, it depends a little bit. Let me guess, on the rest of the team? No, not necessarily oh, okay. on the rest of the team, but when you roll it. Yes. Um, if you roll it as second or third skill, it should be pretty evident how he's being built. If you roll a double as the first skill, it's a little trickier. Block or wrestle, I would say. I like Russell Stunties yeah. because blocks is a superb skill to give. Yeah. Mm. I like the idea of yeah. people hitting him, them going down as well. If you've gone down the route of big hand, and you're looking as a ball recoverer, short hands could be a nice one for him. Absolutely, that's yeah. true. Yeah, and then you can give him the extra arms. Yeah, yeah. you can give so, him all sorts. See, so yeah, I, I think it depends when when he rolls that double. And as always, to be honest, any any stat increase bar armor, I, yeah, yeah, would be very think, welcome. Give him I strength and you make him horny. That's the best way of doing it. Horny goblins. I think with um, the Goblin, he's got a very different role in, in the other because his game is based as much as you don't want it in and around where the rest of the team is, yep. the opponent's team. Hopefully mm. recovering the ball and doing things like that. Mm. Getting to places other players can't get to. He's yeah. the shenanigans player. <laughs> Basically, yeah. He's the one that's going to die if it goes wrong. Yeah, if the ball is behind three layers of enemies in a tackle zone and no one can get near it and you've got the Goblin nearby, yeah, fuck it. Dodge, 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 pick up and off you go. Yeah. Because he's the one who can get away with it. Hope that you can pass the ball to something that matters. <laughs> Basically, yeah. No, just give him the ball, stand next to the sideline and get surfed. There you go, surf me. So, who's next? Wait, that's all the small guys, apart from... The Orc. The Orc. Yes. He's a new addition. He is the newest addition. We yeah, talked yes. about him in previous episodes. I think we liked him. We liked the fact that it's another Armour 9 guy to get hit. Mm. This is... Stick him on the line. For me, the reason why he has value to the team, I know Matt didn't think so... But he would be a first choice for me. Because when you set up, 
if you stick him and two armor nine big guys in the line, you've got nine across the board on the front line. Which is which nice. more chance of keeping them alive. True, yeah. The the whole role the big guys will get into, <coughs> they've got two purposes, road bump or tank, and blitz in peace. Absolutely, yeah. And he is a road bump type, tank type, stand in the way and get hit type piece. Yeah. Where armor eight is a bit weaker, quite. I would be hesitant weaker. to put my monitor on the line. Michael should not be on the line. No, agreed, yeah. No, I, I see the argument in that particular role. He, yeah. he doesn't have strength access to pick up guard and things like that, but he can get the basic skills of block, and he can stand there and get smashed in the face. He can pick up some mutations, even disturbing presence and... Foul appearance. Foul appearance and things like that, which upset other teams. D- disruption skills. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could so, give him, yeah. for example, block, fend, and disturbing presence. Or foul appearance, sorry. Yeah. Which is a really annoying combination of skills. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because you've got to roll yeah. to hit him. If you do hit him, you can't follow up. And he's got blocks, so he's probably not yeah. going down as well. So, yeah. Revolting. You, and, then, and then, all of a sudden, he is more of a an inconvenience to the other team rather than you trying to do things. Yeah. You could also give him... Well, because of the mutations... You could give him all the tentacles, disturb, well, not tentacles, but prehensile tail or something. Yeah. Yeah. That sort of thing. Two heads, but there'd be no point. Don't give him those ones. Don't give him two heads or extra arms. I mean, he's not going to make use of them. I would I would say, given the role you envision for him, he's not especially likely to be picking up star player points. No, so he needs block and he needs fend, and yeah. then that's about it. Like you say, Jobs are good. a disturbing presence Yeah, um, for that type of role. Doubles, if you get the doubles... If you're lucky, pick up something. You Do you might... mean foul appearance? Foul appearance, sorry, yeah. Yeah. Um, if you pick up doubles, guard's always nice. I think guard, definitely. Oh, guys, or, yeah. or maybe mighty blow to help him develop. If you pick up the mighty blow, then claw if you get a second one. So don't bother giving him dodge? <coughs> Possibly. Mm, I don't see the point of giving him much dodge. I'm not a big fan of just giving everyone bludge. I know it's helpful yeah. with that, but some pieces just don't need it. it I've seen like bludge tree men, and you think, just don't bother. What's the point in having a bludge tree man? A bludge tree man is... A strength six, you need something quite heavy to knock him over. Just, just yeah. leave him alone. Strength six with dodge. Most big guys don't have tackle, exactly, yeah. and therefore putting him down is even harder. And that's why. But just leave him alone and be like, "Oh, he's a strength well, that's six dodger." You've done it. You've Bye. paid thirty k for yeah. no one ever to touch him. Now he stands in the middle of the park, and you have to go round him. So you've cut the field in two. Yeah. If I could cut every field in two with thirty k, I'd take that every day. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe. Whatever, okay. He's, <laughs> he's, a bit, he's, he's a big traffic cone for the other team, basically. Yeah. yeah. Give him jump up instead. That's much jump better. On a widow tree, definitely. Yeah. So, the orc. So, is he the auto take? Would you auto take I him? think so. Same price, 50k? I think in the tournament, yes, because you don't want to lose players. And in the league, you still don't want to lose players. Are we saying that armor 9 is useful? As if you could, for example, let's say you had the opportunity to take a plus armor on an armor 8 piece. Wouldn't that be handy? It would be if it was still 50k, but it's not. It cost you 80. Yeah. <laughs> One day, someone will agree with me on this. But when given the choice of armour or movement, I think movement trumps it. Yeah, movement 6. Useful. For, no, why would you bother taking movement on this this guy? I, well, I, don't, I don't know if, if I'd take armour on this guy. I don't know guy. if I'd take agility if I rolled it. No. Um, it makes him more mobile, but... But he doesn't need to be mobile. It's movement 5, I'm not mm. sure. If, if, if his first skill I rolled plus 1 agility, I might well be tempted to pass that up. Hmm. In favour of yeah, you know, just give the high back. octane movement yeah. five ball carry. Well, it, it just it's it. Again, it's team with animosity, so I said. Yeah, don't do that, folks. No. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, avoid that definitely. Obviously, take the strength plus. Obviously, of course. Duh. Yes. So it's odd because yeah, so pretty much strength plus. Take mighty blow or guard. 
and then just normal skills. But he's not going to get that many skills anyway, this guy. He's really not going to go far, is he? No. he Realistically. Effectively, he's going to be the punch bag. He might get the odd casualty. You know, if the big guys knock a couple of guys over, you might chance a two dice. Yeah, his, his job is to get in the way and take it for the team, whereas so far we've talked about Marauders dishing out damage, we've talked about getting in the way and causing problems recovering the ball, yeah. and we've talked about ball sacking, this guy's role is different, yeah. so I don't know if he needs so many skills. Just get in the way. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, he's not going to progress particularly fast anyway, you know if he does, great like say, block would be obvious maybe claw as a second skill Yeah. I wouldn't even bother with claw until I got a mighty blow because he might give him claw and then he'll but never progress. Double. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Wait until he gets a double first. Otherwise, I don't want him to have a block and claw and then no mighty blow. I feel like it'd be wasted. Rather give claw mighty blow to a lineman. That's why. That's my opinion on it anyway. It could depend on the league. Maybe yeah. tackle. Yeah, heavy yeah dependent. I tackle. Think, yeah. Who else do you give tackle to? I guess the lineman. Mordas and yeah. the dark. Everyone, but yeah, everyone. Yeah, everyone I guess. Everyone else, yeah. basically. Fair enough. Yeah. Maybe even the game renegade if you're giving him Messi as well. Yeah. So mm. He's going to be a sacker. So okay. So should we talk about the big guys? Oh, the big chaps. Yes, yes. The Orcs' best friend. <laughs> I arguably the worst big start. guy. Uh, I think we should start with the Minotaur. Why? Because yeah. he's, at the three big guys, he is your blitzing big guy. Absolutely, yeah. But I've already started introducing the troll. Tough. We, 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 ah, no. what is two it? Two two me? One. Yep, yep agreed. Go on, go on, high five again. You know you want to. Pathetic. <laughs> the Minotaur. Go on then, we'll talk about the Minotaur. The most expensive big guy at 150k. Um, comes with Frenzy and Horns, making him a blitzing piece. So he's yep. blitzing on strength six. Wild animal though. Wild animal isn't as bad as some might say. Difficult to move, whereas the other guys can move on A2. plus. He needs yep. A4 to move. Um, so he needs to be blitzing or blocking. And that's why he. He fulfills that role. He's armor eight. He's he's lower armored of the big guys. Yeah, much like the rat ogre is, um, and the Norse yeti. Again, and, big guys blitzing big yeah. guys. And the thing is, like you say, it's effectively, in it, ideally, he'll be your blitz every turn. Yeah. So you only have to roll two plus. He's got strength six. We should be two dicing virtually everything. Yeah. One and, one assist, and he's got your three dice yeah. that you're gonna need. And thing is, crucially, he's got frenzy, which positional wise. Yeah. Just gives you that little, hmm. you know, that little push you need to maybe break through. Or a cage. Just, you can just disrupt the cage with yeah, him. Punch his way yeah. in and then follow him with the other big guys. Yeah. And suddenly your cage has got three big guys in it. Yeah. yeah. I think he's the sort of guy you wouldn't start on the front line because he's a bit weaker than the others. Yeah. Um, tournament setting, if you can get an access to a double clause on him, because he should be doing your Absolutely, most of the blitzing. Yeah. That's one of the yeah. biggest crimes in Blood Bowl. Tragedy, that is. What's the big that? guys... Don't have mutations on singles. Yeah. Come on. Would it make them that bad? Yeah. They're still shit packed. It, it would yeah. make compared to other Chaos teams. Renegade team quite horrendous. Quite it would quick. make absolutely. But that's what they should be. I could see purpose for it on a Chaos Dwarf team. Yeah. Because in a league team, I can't see point in having a Minotaur at all. Early on, they're too expensive, and when you get a bit further down the line. Well, your ball centaurs and your dwarves are doing their job for them because yeah. you need a double. It's a different role, isn't it? Yeah. yeah on a, a chaos team, they've haven't they, they've got access to mutation straight away. So you might argue possibly yes, but again, it's the same kind of mana tool. Yeah, because the same the, the warriors have it's, got it's mutations early on. Different roles in the teams. That's the thing. I just I mean, want an ogre who can take mutations on normals. Well, the thing is, for the pack team, like I say, the minus is basically he's going to be your blitz every turn. 
um, ideally. Skill Unless you can get to the ball carrier with one of the sackers without any issues. Well, yeah, I mean, skill-wise, single, Juggernaut's always going to be a potentially good shout for him. Yeah. I think Juggernaut's not a bad... If I was playing for a, a league team, um, if he didn't have a double by sort of skill number three, you'd be putting Juggernaut on him. Yeah. What would you um, take first, guard? <clears throat> first skill, possibly guard, because even with Wild Animal, that stays in effect. Yeah, um, doesn't lose a tackle zone yet. He doesn't lose a tackle zone. Frenzy can get the guard in yeah. awkward places as well. Um, which then gives him, it's only 10 points to the next skill, or five casualties, or an MVP and three casualties. Um, and then you want to be making the decision whether you're going Juggernaut or you're going Mighty Blow. Yeah. Uh, not Mighty Blow, Close. Juggernaut or waiting out for block. Mm. You might go for Juggernaut because he's your blitzing piece. Even with Juggernaut and block, you can still <clears> use both. Yeah, well, the, for friends for surfing. But and if stuff. you've got Juggernaut and you roll that double claw, yeah, you reckon? Yeah, I think Make so. Make yeah. a killer. Well, the, and the thing is, as well, with him, you should, if you're doing things right, be making three dice blitzes every turn. Yeah. So it it should, in theory, protect you a little bit. Juggernaut also has the added value that on a both down you can turn it to a push. Yeah, for good it for surfing. Also and stuff. works when and you've got players like witch elves and such like that like wrestle yes, yeah. you can stop them using wrestle mm. yeah wrestle fence um, stand firm yeah bugger you in which case it opens up opportunities to sack, uh, to surf players and things like that yeah. sidestep and stuff like that um, so I think it's got its value and I think with the new Bretonian team being more and more played and fence coming into Absolutely, play yeah. juggernaut might and wrestle more, and wrestle might juggernaut is the anti-Bretonian skill yeah it might make, have more effect. That is really good because Bretonians. If you blitz anybody with Juggernaut, it's brilliant. Blitz, it? The blockers can't use wrestle. The blitzers can't use block, and the peasants can't use fend. Absolutely, that is yeah. a very good skill against. I didn't. I just realised it's the new meta. Yeah. So yeah, in that case, pretty, the corn team might be quite good. good Juggernaut's against the new meta, apparently. Come on, guys. If you see someone, <laughs> if you see someone bringing Bretonians, that's when you bring your corn and I you go. I've got we, Juggernaut. I it was shadowing or stand firm. That was so last year. Okay, fine. <laughs> now it's Juggernaut. All Juggernaut, all the time. <laughs> there you go then. <clears throat> so stat increases. I'm guessing movement's quite nice. Movement's very nice. Longer yeah. range blitzing. Um, strength, because then you're blitzing at uh, strength three dice, seven, three dice, three which off. is very nice. Agility, I wouldn't bother. That guy shouldn't be going near the ball. Yeah. Um, and armor, I wouldn't bother. Controversial because you pick the movement. You've got. I would agree in this instance. I normally like taking armor in certain pieces, but this guy with the frenzy, just being able to go but one extra square. Yeah, you don't want to have to be making your go for it on your second frenzy here. No, basically. Um, so things like break tackle. I've seen so many people give break tackle to big guys. Personal preference, never do it. Why would you make a dodge with something that you can't reroll anything on? Ah, do you know what, right? On that team, Chaos Pack team, I had a dodge, break tackle, two-headed Minotaur. And he used to jump into cages and say, hello, everyone. But what purpose was two heads if you've got break tackle? Because he can dodge into a cage on a like a on a two-plus or something stupid. It was but amazing. Two heads, does it not add to the value of the agility? Plus one to the roll. Is yeah. it plus one to the roll? So strength yeah, five so made it a four-plus. Yeah. Two dodge made it a re-roll and two heads made it a three plus. Three plus with a re-roll into a cage. I did with a fucking minotaur. I Thank did, you very much. I did take and then a wild animal. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. he got he got killed. He got minus strength, which I was really annoyed about. Like I think it's like fucking... the first half Olympics. I took a dodge break tackle pro minotaur. Oh man, he was immense. Throws mm. <laughs> a good skill on them. Yeah, yeah. But these guys with the mutation access and with block, and they've got so many extra skills they need. I love pro. I love it on guys with bonehead. 
But I, with a minor tool, a pro is designed for. Yeah, but yeah. would you take on a minor tool? If it's I had so block, many... block and claw ready, yes. Yeah, so a third double. Yeah. This is the this is what we do sometimes. Anything but one problem. What would you take for your third double? I had a lizard man team in the OCC playing in there, and the first skink or one of my skinks, the ball carrier, rolled a double, so I picked short hands. Um, then the next skill he went up because he was the main ball carrier, the only ball carrier. He rolled a double, so I put block. So now I've got a blodging short hands skink. Yeah. Then he rolled another double, so I gave him fend. Oh. And then I got another double, so I gave him kick off return. And it was the fifth skill that Finally got... I actually got a normal skill because I was desperate for something like sidestep. Side yeah, yeah, yeah. Kill it with fire. It kill it with amazing. a fireball. He, he saved that yeah. team so many times. Ouch. Ouch. I had a movement 10 agility force skink once. That's he was brutal. bullshit. I gave him sprint and sure feet. I just set him up on the line, <clears throat> gave him the ball, and zoop, off he went. If, if they failed to pick up, zoop, he just picked it up and ran it in. With the skink, a uh, different team. This was just uh, against the AI. His strength four blocking skink. Like what? An extra sword. It was horrendous. That's, horrendous. I think I've seen That's an armor nuts. nine one somewhere as well. Just, there's yeah. no need for that. Give him two moves. <laughs> just, yeah. yeah just another, the move, that's man. another reason for movement over armour. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I'd probably take armour on a skink. But whoever did it, I mean, you can never get an arm 9 skink without first taking an armour 8 skink. So should we look at the Chaos Ogre? Yeah. Why so. don't you want to talk about the troll, Andy? Because you think he's rubbish and I don't. So we'll save the best till last. Well, I mean, controversial. Controversial. Well, I think he's the worst of the big guys, but let's discuss the ogre first. Ogre. He's an he's a ogre from a human team, but he gets mutations on doubles. Yes. Or is he an ogre from an ogre team? Uh, he's got a loner. Oh, that's just a different team. Just saying. He's uh, he's quite a good big guy all round. He's, he he's relatively fast-ish, relatively he's strong. He's your speed bump good tank armor. type. Get in the way, roadblock type big guy. Um, He's good at it. He can throw the goblin better than the troll can. He can. Well, no, he can actually throw it just the same. He's doesn't have to roll for the hungry. That's a different issue. The throwing <laughs> action is so, usually so, more so successful. Exactly the same. Yeah. He's got thick skull, the same as the minotaur, which is a big plus. Yeah, definitely. Of keeping him on the pitch. Has the troll got thick skull? No, no. He's got regen oh. though, hasn't he? So, um, yeah. He. I'd rather have regen. He's a sort of player that you you where you. You you want him to be in the thick of it, causing problems. Yeah. He's definitely a guard type piece, uh, possibly yeah. even a stand firm type piece, prehensile yeah. tail type piece. Yeah, if only it weren't a double. Ah, oh, like but this is on, on the role of a double, where Minotaur we just go straight for claw. Things with the troller swell. I'm going to talk about them both a little bit. Uh, things like tentacles. Yeah, just to say to these players, you are not going nowhere. Mm. You don't yeah. with the troll. People write him off so quick. Strength five, give him tentacles. He's tied something up. Beast of Noble time all over. Yeah, I, I don't need to activate him because you're going nowhere. He's yeah. got the same stats as the Beast of Noble, hasn't he? Just thinking about it, four, five, one, nine. Yeah. Yes, he does. I yeah. say I wish both of those pieces could have mutations on them. How normal. much is a Beast of Noble? One hundred and forty. And how much is a Chaos Troll? More than that. One ten. Less one than that. Ten. Sorry. One ten. Ah, uh, but it's troll, all about that. Um, big guys, remember? <clears throat> it's all about that. Guy. Yeah. yeah. So it's all like of a sudden, it's not as bad as you thought, is it? Cheaper than a war dance. I think, I think, yeah, it's effectively, yeah, like you say, the Chaos Ogre is the one who, he should be in the thick of it, he should be yeah. making two or three dice blocks every yeah. turn, doesn't matter what he's hitting, he's got a mighty blow, you want him getting people off the pitch. Yeah, your minor tools, your dedicated killer, your blitzing yeah. piece, these guys, especially with the Ogre being able to move on a two plus yeah. bonehead, it's just saying, I'm going to go and stand next to that guy there. Yeah. I've got card, and guess what's coming? Daisy. Yeah, and she's going to come and rip your face off. Yeah, um, it, it, the thing is, it doesn't matter if he ends up <clears throat> smacking linemen all day. No, 
you know, he's got he's got Mighty Blow, get a double, you might give him Claw, possibly as a second or third. Yes, yeah, I mean, I think I'd take Block before Claw on yeah. him. I think so too. Whereas Minotaur, I could be tempted the other way, because yeah. Juggernaut's a, another skill you can use for Absolutely, the Minotaur. Yeah. You but could, of course, give Juggernaut to the Ogre. You could, but then you're taking the Blitz away from the Minotaur. Yeah, and the, and the Minotaur, you want me Blitzing. Because of the horns. Yeah. To maximise the skills they've got. Yeah, and the wild animal. Otherwise yeah, not and, and the blitz, you're getting somewhere between four and six dice. Yeah. Strong arm? No. no. Ogre throwing, goblin no. throwing shenanigans? You're, you're no. building a player around a one-turn touchdown. And if you're relying on yeah. a one-turn touchdown, which is unreliable at best, it's not great. Yeah, and, we, and we've always said strength-wise, you know, <clears throat> give him guard, give him stand firm. Just get make him, him a nuisance. Get, get, get him in the thick of things. Yeah, make make him a nuisance. You know he'll happily swap people all day. A couple of dice. Yeah. So I think I would be hard pressed to take a pack team without an ogre. Yeah. I think from the three big guys, you need the minor to up and running the scoring points as soon as possible. Yes. Because mm-hmm. yeah. the other two at armor nine are road bumps to stand in the way, and they can do that straight away. Yeah, the minotaur yeah. for me needs a little something extra to make him worthwhile. He needs that first skill on <coughs> board, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah. Be it juggernaut, be it claw, be it whatever. But ogres are quite nice as they are because they yeah. can they can do their job straight away. Yeah. They don't need skills to do the same job. No. They get in the way, they hit dudes, and that's it. For the ogre and the troll, for me, if they've got stand firm and they've got guard, they don't need much else. Block is nice. Yeah, yeah. Block completes them a little bit. What do you take after that? After um, stand firm and guard. Tricky one, isn't it? Possibly grab. You can start moving. Grab, might grab, as well. If you can't think of anything else. And to be honest, grab and stand firm always going to be quite. A when you're moving six and you've got teams that have put things in the way, you can say you're getting right out of the way, and now I'm between you and them. So, mm. yeah. so that's that's where it has its value. Personally, makes sense. Um, yeah. On a double, then. So the first thing you take is block. Block. On okay, so, yeah. And after that, you look at mutations, probably. Block. Um, yeah. I so wish you could go mutations okay. on normals. Yeah, I would well, love it so much. The, th- the thing is, they claw, just, they'd just be a bit too good. Pre-tail, tentacles, all day long. Yeah. But hey, well. Hey, well. So, but, I mean, but take the ogre. <clears throat> Don't leave him at home. Yeah. Yeah, so. definitely a solid choice, yeah. Well, there's only one more position or left, guys. Chaos troll. Yeah. Chaos Controversial troll. chaos troll. Well. I will happily leave him out of starting rosters because no, I, I don't not. like him. I'd, I'd always take him. I, th- I think he's the least useful of the three big guys but I'd always take him the chaos troll for me people don't like really stupid it's because he needs a babysitter as long as you've got something nearby he operates exactly the same as the chaos ogre he's 30k cheaper he has one less movement other than that he's all good less agility for those four plus dodgers yeah okay Um, (laughs) yes he doesn't have thick skull but he does have regen so that makes him quite survivable and, um, and let's not forget, he's cheap. He is. 110k, big guy, is, is, is a bargain. He's a strength, he's strength five big guy, <clears throat> and especially against other agility three teams. Yeah. It's just, yeah, use him to tie people up. You know, he doesn't have to hit. No. Use the ogre for that. You know, use the mind tool for that. The chaos well, troll. He, he can hit as well. He can do everything exactly, as well yeah. as an ogre. He just needs yeah. a friend. The difficult yeah. bit with him, though, in the starting roster for a league team, for a TV 1000 team, I've just done the maths yeah. you can get an ogre and a minotaur and the dark elf if you want three re-rolls you're not going to be able to afford to troll as well so that'd be ogre, minotaur, dark elf eight marauders three re-rolls if you want that third re-roll you're going to have to leave the troll at home drop, 
the dark elf. Could you take it then? Uh, but why would I? Why would I do that? For the three big guys. Then yes, I'd, I think you could. I was going to say yeah, th- three yeah, big you guys, could. three big guys, and renegades. No, I couldn't. would be. Ten- I think you might still be ten k cheap if you took a goblin as well. If I you dropped the dark elf by that because the, the two big guys with the orc are your front line. Those two, if you're two squares apart, you've kept ten, essentially covered six squares of the pitch yeah. by armor nine, strength five, and it's that's only two of them. Nice big solid wall. Yeah. Go around me, or you can try and go through. But if you go through, it's going to hurt. Yeah. That's what you're saying to your opponent. Bear in mind, your t- opponent team won't have any skills. I don't. I think. Yeah. I think I'd always take him, um, because at the end of the day, it's an extra strength five. For me, if it was a choice, cost-wise, between the ogre and the troll. Or rather, the ogre or the troll and something else, like the dark elf, the troll's in. Because he's that little mm, bit cheaper. I don't know. I, I do want him. If I can for, fit him in, I will. I suppose the thing is, you can drop a reroll early on and take leader as your first skill on a marauder, like we said earlier. Yeah, that's the thing. You, you've well, got, not you've too got bad. the options in there, haven't yeah. you? So. I definitely want all three, as soon as I can get them all three. Yeah. But in a starting think, roster, it's tricky, because you've got to leave something at home. Well, but, but the thing is, most, like you say, for starting roster... Another rookie team, most rookie teams will have a hell of a lot of difficulty dealing with three strength five guys. Yeah, mm. you could even go down the route of the troll, the ogre, and not the minotaur. Yeah, because if you drop the minotaur for the ogre, you saved 40k, which is a goblin. Mm. Um, yeah. And you're saying, I'm going to deal with the bushing game <coughs> using the ogre and the troll, and that's also my brick wall. And you bring in the, the last one when you can afford him. Once you've got stand firm and guard on him, he's as good as the ogre. You don't even need to move him. I'm just going to leave him there with yeah. guard, causing you problems, and you're not shifting mm-hmm. right away. You, you don't have to risk that really stupid <clears> one. <throat> so that's thing is, uh, you do see a lot of players who will try and activate the troll every turn for you know a two, di- a two dice block. But if he's tying up a couple of players, just go. Not not same, not, not, not going to waste it. Same yeah. with the wood elf team with the tree man. Unless yeah. he had a three dice block, quite often I wouldn't do it because I can't afford for him to go down. Mm. Yeah. Tree man would jump up on a wood elf team. Because he will always get up again. That stops people hitting him. Different purpose. But why do you need to hit something with a troll if you need to not take that risk? Same yeah. with the ogre. You don't want to. The, the minotaur's different because his tackle zones are still there. I'm guessing you you treat the troll and the ogre very similarly then in yeah. terms of skill development so, as well. Yeah. yeah, they are two sides of the same point. With the uh, the troll, I'd be more inclined with tentacles before claw. Yes, agreed. Yeah, because. You're just going to say, I ain't moving this guy because I don't need to. Mm. I'm not going to block with him because I don't need to. I can't get somebody nearby, but he is holding those three scaven guards. Tentacles, stand firm, and guard. Prehensile tail, great skills for him. But on normal skills, so guard, stand firm? Yeah, guard, stand firm. And then on a double, I I might even, depending on the rest of the team, look at tentacles before block, but possibly block. Pro fits really nicely on them. Yes, I agree. I like pro on stupid guys. guys. I think think we all pretty much agreed that. With, with a pack team generally because virtually all your players are so versatile with like all the mutations and stuff you can get it, it's all going to depend how your team's developing yeah and I think people write the troll off when you look at it he does look poor mm. but when you look at what he's doing within the team yeah it changes if he fills a role I mean the, I would take him but he's still shit take for example the old Chaos Dwarf team they used to have a troll before they had the Minotaur Mm. if that was still the case today I would take the troll every time because he fulfills that road bump in the way they don't need the blitzing piece they've got the ball centers that will fill that role but if they had the road bump strength uh, armor 9 sit in the middle 
deal with that. It's your problem, not mine. Yeah. I'd take him. And the thing is, like, like we say, at the end of the day, he's cheap. Yeah. You know, 400k gets you all three big guys <clears throat> in your team. Well worth yeah. it. Well worth it. Do you know a surprising amount of teams can take trolls? Yes. Yeah. I was surprised at this. I thought, how many teams can take a troll? And I added well, it all up. It's quite here's a lot. one for you. If you go on to the um, Blood Bowl 2 game, where you can make the mixed teams... I do believe you can have a all big guy team. Yes. But you are packing something like is it four or is it six trolls? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. And of course I think Reeves, it's a rat ogre, Croxagore. I think you can take up to six ogres, minotaurs. And then four and then, trolls. So either four, four or trolls. two. I'm not sure if they let you mix like I tried this with Those the undead four team. Trolls. I wanted to take you've got the orc troll. Uh, but you've got the two goblin trolls yeah. and you've got the underworld That's troll. Right, yeah. The Underworld, I think it might only be three. I only say yeah, this because... Four. Now listen, I tried to create an undead team with eight ghouls in it to see if it would work. It's the undead and the necromantic one, but it wouldn't let me take more than four of them. I'm it's not sure start, if it lets you... six available there, but we won't go into numbers. Can you take two on a Underworld? No, uh, it oh, only let me take four. So we'll have to, we'll have to check that out. Cause that, why would you do that anyway? Why would you bother bringing that why, many trolls? Because we're going to try and do that, me and you, oh. on Twitter, on Twitch. Have you seen the all-star teams as well, which is just star players? Have you seen those ones? No. There's three of them. There's good, bad, and neutral or something. Chaos, order, and destruction. That's it. Yeah. And it's teams of like 16 star players. <laughs> and they've all got elves in there. They've all got big guys. It's, it's, the TV is about 3,500 for each of them. It's ridiculous, but it's funny. Superb. <laughs> that's, all the, that's all the players. But going back to the troll, for me... Stats, would you take stat-ups? Strength, yes. Makes them harder to shift out the way and move. Yeah. Movement, quite probably, because he can really? then keep up with the other guys. But he's so slow anyway. But that makes him a bit quicker. It makes him the same speed as an ogre or a minus one. I was going to say... I don't know if I'd bother with the movement on him. You don't want him getting left behind because the movement six more are running off of the ball. You want him <laughs> with your team. Increase him to a mighty movement <clears throat> five. I wouldn't bother with agility. No. <laughs> or, or I've armor. seen an Adge 2 troll. It was pointless. <laughs> I've armor. also seen an Adge 2 tree man. I suppose, it, it, I suppose technically the, the, better for a teammate. No, it makes no, no difference. Absolutely the same. Only whether you fumble or not that matters. Yeah. On a tree man, that. though, if you get an agility three tree man, because he's got strong arm... He's oh, throwing relatively well. Same yeah. as an elf. Yeah. If yeah. you've got an agility two tree man, he throws like a human thrower. Just chucking that one out there for any of you crazy bastards. Do it. So, someone oh. out there needs to do that. A wood elf team with a tree man agility three. Get him the ball, and you're throwing like a normal elf thrower. Or leave him on the back. Leave him on that line leave, of scrimmage, and just leave, leave him there for six turns, and then just huff the, the ball. Field and watch somebody try and strip ball him. <laughs> Come at me, bros. Yeah. Oh dear. So that's all the positionals. Stars. Stars, okay. Okay, due to, due to a small space-time anomaly, Hawker has mysteriously vanished from this discussion, but he has been replaced with Nazgob. Hello, Nazgob. I thought that was spontaneous transmogrification. Yeah, no, was, it, no, 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 it's, it's totally fine. Uh, Superboy punched the walls of reality and... Nazgob appeared and Hawk disappeared. It's fine. <laughs> you said that in such a kind of plain and normal way, as if it was just like, uh, then I dropped my 10p on the ground. Superboy just punched a hole in reality. As if that's just a normal occurrence. That's yeah, quite a totally fantastic thing to explain, isn't it? Like fan- to- Totally fine. Totally fine. <laughs> oh, anyway, so we've just been discussing Chaos Pact, and now we're going to get on to uh, star players. I say star players. It's pretty much just the one. And a yeah. couple of skills. The star player we're talking about is um, 
about well, shit. He's, he, he's not brilliant. He's not the best star player in the game, but he's cheap. He's, quite, he's rubbish, but he's cheap, and yeah. That's how I describe myself to the opposite sex. Okay. <laughs> or how I would do it if I was single. If Anna's not, listening. Not touching, not touching that one at all. No. no. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, <laughs> I'm crap, but I am cheap. Uh, the um, the uh, that's what that's what I'm value. That's me. You get a lot that, for your money. A lot. That, of, that's what your card a lot of shit. in all the telephone boxes says. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, bomber dribble snot. Bomber dribble snot. Everybody loves bomber dribble snot. He's the best. Literally every team wishes they could take a star player as efficient as this. He's got accurate. He's one of the only star players in the whole game to have the accurate skill. Isn't that great? Yeah. Yeah, but he also, he's also has got stunty. Yeah. Yeah. Which, Which mitigates he's, that. He's, thrown, he's thrown bombs exactly the same as a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> he's got um he's got dodge. That's nice. Like a regular goblin. goblin. But he also has secret weapon, which means that dodge doesn't work properly. No. However, he does have right, right stuff, which makes him unique because the other bomber, he ain't got it. Yeah. So that right, means, yeah. in theory, you can pick him up, chuck him, and then he, if he lands, he can then chuck a bomb. So you can hit a bomb. Holy crap. You can you can throw him, and then you can have like a long distance bomb. Because if he can't reach, you go right. Don't worry. I'm going to chuck him first, and then when he lands, he chucks the bomb, which is awesome. I had I've, never yeah, realised that. I've, I've done that before. It's brilliant. You could you go? Oh, he's far. He's too far away to throw a bomb. Oh, wait a second. I've got a big guy standing next to him. Throw him and then go, hey, I'm stood right next to you. Oh, I just chucked a bomb at your head. Yes. Or you do the tactic which um, Glowworm calls, maybe slightly insensitively, the Al-Qaeda, which is when you drop him in the middle of a bunch of people and then try and throw a bomb as far as possible and hope it blows up. Yeah. Purposely attempt to fumble it. Yeah. My standard bombardier is to make sure he's set up or stood next to as many people as possible and throw a long bomb because it's funnier. Uh, yeah, I, I have been known on the offense just to put him on the line of scrimmage an extra three people. <laughs> well, then, um, first action, throw a bomb. I'm going to aim say thirteen first squares action. away. I didn't say first action, but yeah, it, it, I, I think I think the single biggest problem with this guy is the fact that he has a really strong chance of turnover, and he also has Lona. But on the plus side. Um, he's super cheap. Just how yes. cheap is he? Sixty k. So he's, he's twenty. He's twenty k more than normal goblin for a bomber with accurate, basically. And right stuff. Would yeah. you Which, say that that's worth it? Uh, well, for a goblin team, yeah, probably. It's nice to have the extra bomb if you if that's the kind of game you want to play. Well, no, uh, I think as much as anything, it's the the possibility of going into the second half and still having a bomber because you can take both and you've got to set up one of them the other one starts on the bench you know it's yeah it's it's a useful option i mean he's still that that is specifically for goblin teams only though i yeah. i see zero i see zero use for him on ogre or orc teams <laughs> ah well actually what you could say is let's say um uh, maybe not maybe not orc teams but something like Chaos Pact, you could take him if you really wanted to have that one turn touchdown opportunity and you already had a goblin and you yeah. thought he was going to die. You just buy him and you keep him on the sidelines and then on the last turn you pick him up and you chuck him. You're not selling him. No, you really no, not. No, not really, am I? 
Well, no. he's a bomber. He's, he's a bomber that doesn't fumble as often. So a normal bomber is going to fumble on a one or a two, regardless of any situation. Whereas a uh, a what you call it, fella, this guy's only going to fumble on a. If, if he's throwing short or quick, he's not going to fumble apart from on a one, which is nice. So if you do throw medium range bombs, then statistically you're you're all right. So so long as he doesn't fumble it, that's, that's the important thing, isn't it? Well, I I'd say that the the two two things where he, he's slightly better than not well no just slightly better uh, is either on an ogre team because well ogres are a bit shit anyway so he's just better than a snot thing he's <laughs> twice yeah, as guess, strong yeah. um, but the the most the, the most effective way in which I've ever seen him being used was with you Matt when you had him oh yes oh, yeah. god damn bombs <laughs> Oh, it was so bad. Was this at Old World Masters? This was at yeah. Old World Masters when... You had three bombers. Three bombers. Three bombers. It was brilliant. Oh, dear Lord. Three <laughs> bombers. Oh. Just three, just a bombardment of three bombs a turn. Just <laughs> scattering all over the place, knocking dwarfs over. Immense. And out casualtying me. <laughs> yes. <Woo>! Yeah. <laughs> oh, so bad. So if Sounds you like to throw a lot of bombs, it's funny. And what's nice is, of course, if you've knocked someone down, you can chuck a bomb at him. So let's say you hit, if there's one guy who you really want to kill, you can knock him down, then you can foul him, and then you can throw two bombs at him. That's so many know, opportunities. A, to be fair, I'm a big fan of throwing bombs at uh, big guys, especially treemen and trolls. Yeah, you're not doing um, it to kill him, you're just doing it to knock him down, aren't you? Well, and, and more to the point, if they catch it, the chance of them fumbling it when they try and throw it again is very, very good. <laughs> I'd like to, especially if they're uh, in tackle zones. I'd like to take a moment yeah. to feel very upset that he's not available for the vampire team because it'd be really funny to combine hypnogaze <laughs> and the bomb. Oh yeah! So you well, go, <laughs> and then you throw a bomb, and they can't oh. catch it because they have no tackle zone. But the problem that is, though, Naz, in order for that to work, your vampire has to be in the blast radius because you've hypnogazed him, and then you're like, great, now I can aim the bomb at him. Oh dear, Small yeah. the bomb has Small hit me issues. as well. Vampires have regen. What's, exactly. what's the problem? Exactly. <laughs> if you well, blow his true. leg off, he'll just regenerate it. It's fine. I guess so. He's um. <laughs> so anyway, bomber dribbles not. He's a bit shit, but he can be a laugh if you want to have a laugh. Don't take him yeah, unless you're a goblin. Really. I was going to say yeah. If you if you're taking a competitive team, don't bother. If you're taking goblins, which are never competitive, yeah, fuck it, chuck him in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Though there are so many better to get the, uh, star players to take if you are goblins. For example, all of them. Oh, um, don't know about yeah, that. Bring fungus. Or just spend money on bribes. Don't buy None of them are better he's, than fungus. But he's, he's only 60k. He's only 60k. If you've got that money, you should be buying bribes. If you've already got three bribes, you should be buying the infamous coach. If you've already bought three bribes and the infamous coach, and you've got 60k, buy another goblin. If you've already done all these things and you've maxed out and you haven't got the extra 20 k to buy fungus... No, hang on, hang on. I you can't max out on goblins. You can always have another goblin. Let's say you've got yeah, you got 16 goblins. Goblin. But then so if you've you got 16... Anyway, then. So yeah, so, so never take him. him anyway. Is your considered advice never take him? No, take him if he's take him if you want. He's a bit of a laugh. But there are probably yeah. a billion better things you could buy. Oh, definitely, yeah. But if you're playing dwarves, it can make them a little nervous. Because they go, yeah, yes. hold on a minute, this could go really wrong. <laughs> if you're playing Chaos Pact and then you're playing against dwarves and they go, haha, I'm going to cage up all day long and you go, eh, that's fine, I'll bring the bomber. Then I imagine 
that could cause a little bit of worry. Just a little tiny bit of worry. Not much worry, but a little bit. Because it only takes one goodly well placed goodly well placed one well placed bomb to really ruin the dwarf's day. Yeah, one one goodly placed bomb and then One screwed. goodly well placed bomb. Sorry, that's Isla White speak. Oh right, okay. Well <laughs> excusable then I guess. <laughs> any other any other opinions on Bomber the Dribble Snot? No, I, I no think other I'm opinions. No, nope. I think we're done. Yeah, brilliant. Well, that's that then. What else are we talking about? Oh yeah, animosity. It's a shit <laughs> skill. You can't choose it's to terrible. take it. You can't it's choose terrible. to not have it. It's uh, on a two plus. If you want to hand the ball off to somebody who's not your race or pass the ball, sorry. Guess what? You can't if you fail it. You instead have to give it to somebody of the same race as you, or just keep it. And did you yeah, know? It's- you cannot pass to an empty square if you fail your animosity roll. Yes, I know it's in the I rules. did not know that. That is it just is, unfair. Yeah. yeah. And it basically <laughs> means it, it basically means bearing in mind there's only two teams that have it as a widespread thing. It's like it's really 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 bad for pact. It's bad but not disastrous, I guess, for underworld because, you know, if your skaven thrower tries to pass to a goblin, he can at least go, shit, failed the animosity, I'll pass to that other Skaven. Whereas if it's on a yeah, a pack, you go, well, that's the only Dark Elf on the team. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I do find it strange how you can have three little goblins who don't have animosity and a team of Skaven who do. It's like, just, yeah. why? The goblins have no issue with this. Yeah, they're fine with it. Yeah, no worries. But yeah, we yes. talked about this before. We lost this section in the past. But this is where we start talking about Skitter Stab Stab because we're saying, well, hold on a minute. What what clarifies a race of a star player? I'm pretty so sure it's just common sense. You, well, maybe. Maybe it's common sense. Ithaca Benowin, what is he? Is he an undead or is he a dark elf? He is both. And and this, I think, is actually where Game, Games Workshop's Blood Bowl writers could take a lesson from their 40k writers where you have keywords... Yeah. Although that would then mean rewriting all of the rules for one skill, which is a shit skill anyway. Yeah, and only two teams affected. So at the end, at the end of the day, for the two teams that have animosity, it's pretty clear for, on the stars they get uh, which ones they're going to have animosity with. You know, if your if your dark elf attempts to pass to Morgenthorg, then yeah, that's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a question. How's that going to work with Hail Mary Pass? Well, that's it's a fine, good question. You're not for someone. Well, but hold on a minute. Is you, you still target a square, so you'd have to target to the square next to them, I suppose. But if you, you can't to target an empty square. square. Uh, only if you fail your animosity roll. If you don't, that, yeah, yeah, that's towards. what I mean. So, so if, <laughs> if I'm using Hail Mary Pass to throw the ball, yes, and I fail my animosity roll. What yes. does that mean? Then I guess you either have to pass it to some target it to someone of the same race or just you don't throw it. You just hold on to it instead. Because that's what happens in animosity. If you can't pass it successfully to any other member of your race, you just hold on to it and go, fuck you, I'm not giving you this. So I guess that's what happens. Yeah, go, I think that's legit. Close my eyes and boot it downfield. Ooh, no, I don't want to do that. There's a chance someone else on my team might get it, and I don't like them. Yeah, ooh, I don't want him getting it. 
Okay, so I now have an additional question which just made me smile. When you're using Shoot. Bombardier, and there are now ways to give Bombardier to, to players that are non-standard. So you can give it to linemen, for example, with the uh, pitch upgrade. Not pitch upgrade. Uh, it's the sponsorship deal, isn't it? Yeah. I think uh, I know what this question's going to be. If I have animosity... Here we go. And I'm throwing a pass with a bomb... Do I have to, if I fail my animosity? Do I have to pass the bomb to one of my team? <laughs> he's just holding the bomb, and he looks at this stupid lineman, and he's like, "No, I would rather take this myself." <laughs> and just stand there watching it go down. Well, if that were the case, then maybe. But the, when you throw a bomb, it's not a pass action. You use all the same skills, but it's a bomb action specifically. So in this instance, I think you'd be fine. You would actually be able to give your mate the bomb. But why would you want to do that? Well, I'm, I'm not meaning that. I was more meaning at something inadvertent. Because it does say that all skills that may be used when a ball is thrown may be used when a bomb is thrown. So Maybe used, I guess. Well, that's the thing. It doesn't say must. So Does that mean I can decide not to use the stunty skill when I'm throwing a bomb? That's an interesting question. Hmm. Allow me to skim in my book briefly. Stunty, 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 stunty. Uh... All skills that may be used when throwing the bomb may be used when throwing the bomb. I mean, I mean that's some ambiguous wording. But yeah, looking at the wording, that's slightly strange, actually. Yeah. How interesting. So Common sense you... again, isn't it? It is, but if you would, but by that logic, if you say that stunty must be applied, then animosity must be applied. So if I make, say, a goblin on an underworld team that has animosity, and I want to throw this at a human lineman, that's a different race. So therefore, do I have to take an animosity? Does animosity test? say when you pass the ball to someone on your own team? Uh, the wording is. Yeah, yeah. At the end of his handoff or pass action attempts to hand off or pass the ball to a teammate that's not the same race as so, the animosity player. So you're you're actually he would prefer to pass it to an opponent than to his own mate. Yeah, I've just realised that as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Animosity is a stupid amazing. skill. It is a it's really a stupid, stupid skill. skill. Yeah, um, but but yeah. it it definitely fits in the background oh, of pact. Yeah, but it's such. Oh, it's, yeah. yeah but you, you get those really appalling moments where it's alright I'm just okay so I, I'm one all all I need to do is just okay there's the pass oh shit I forgot to do animosity there's the anim oh god yeah. I won the animosity you inevitably leave it till the end because you do all the right rolls and you go yeah that's fine and then you're both packing up setting up for the new drive and you go oh hold on a minute did you roll your animosity and you go oh no I didn't and then you roll it and it comes up one and you go you know. I'm yeah I'm fairly sure I've at a tournament played someone who uh, he, he either lost because he couldn't score the equaliser or only drew because he couldn't score the winner because the only player he could hand off to was a different race and he failed his animosity role oh, it makes you feel great doesn't it you go oh it's a shame mm. <laughs> yeah it was just one of those oh well two plus for you to score oh no now you can't score <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> it is a, a silly what a shame yeah I just like the fact that the big guys on the pack team haven't got animosity. So they can, they can pass fine. Yeah, they're fine passing. Yeah. Absolutely, no worries. Yeah, but they, those stupid big guys will do anything, so... <laughs> yeah, that's true. 
I played a game against uh, Hawker recently and I kicked the ball and it landed in his Yeti's hands. And the thing is, I had lots of, I had strip ball and guard and I was playing elves. So he's like, well, I don't want to risk handing the ball off because if I drop it, these elves are just going to get in there and take it. So he carried yeah. the ball with his Yeti for almost the whole drive, <laughs> which was fun because <laughs> he never moved. Doing, yeah. Well, actually, yeah. no, he did move when he wanted, he only had to move half the turns. And when he did move, he, he had a cage around him. It was, it was just, it was nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's animosity. Hey, guess what? Multiple block. Well, we're only talking about multiple block with this team because it's we have to talk about it at some point, and we haven't got, got many skills left to talk about. Yeah. So in theory, maybe you might take it on a pack team if you really, really want to. I was say, why didn't we talk yeah. about this with dark elves? This feels <laughs> like a skill you want to use with dark elves. Absolutely, yes. yeah. Well, the problem um, is yeah. we're talking about like four skills in the dark elf episode anyway. Jump up, uh, dump off, shattering stab. Be, yeah. I mean, for, for the for the record, um, the reason I'm mentioning it with dark elves is because it works with stab. Assassins. Yes, it does. Yeah, isn't that great? And it yeah. works with jump up. So one minute you're on yeah. the floor, and the next minute you've stabbed two guys. I'd never you really the, made that connection. Yeah, you stab them in the ankles. It's brilliant. <laughs> Did you know? I learned this recently. If you've got a snotling on one side and a snotling on the other side, you can choose to, with multiple block. You can choose to stab one and punch the other. Really. Nice. Mm-hmm. You don't have to declare which ones you're doing first. You go, right, I'm doing a multiple block action. And then you say, I'm going to substitute this block with a stab, as per the stab rules. And then you can say, I'm not going to substitute this block with stabs. I'm going to stab this one and punch this one. Isn't that cool? So you could legitimately do that to any set of targets, I assume. Yeah, of course. If you're next I mean, to, like, two blodgers. But... Yeah, if you're next to two blodgers and one is, like, armor nine and one's, like, armor six, you could stab the armor six one and punch the armor nine one. Or nice. something. Okay, cool, yeah. isn't it? It's pretty, it's pretty good, yeah. Well, let's say you're Zara. Oh no, you're not. You can't do it because you can't have multiple block with Zara the Slayer. No, never mind. No. I'll say the only way that you're ever going to get multi block in there is if you're using Dark Elves. Yeah, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Oh well. But well, there mean, you go. For for pack multi block is quite fun. Um, I'd probably say it's like a second or third skill for the big guys. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think so. You you'd probably. It's like, yeah, depending which big guy, it's probably going to be Juggernaut, if it's the Mino, yeah. Guard, maybe for one of the others, as the strength skills. Stand firm. Grab, grab possibly, stand firm. Multiple but, block and grab work quite well together. Yeah, yeah, that's quite nice. I, I do like doing that with my tree men. I mean, I guess, I guess it just falls into that general mash of skills for big guys, which once you've got Guard, unless you roll a double... They're all a bit shit. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah, it's at the end of the day, you chuck guard on them, and beyond that, it doesn't really matter too much. You just you just hope you roll a double at some point so you can give them block. Yeah, or claw for a pack yeah. team. Yeah, so that there are always it kind of feels like there's usually one second skill. Like for for the beast of Nurgle, I would say stand firm. Claw for for underworld. Uh, break yeah. tackle, I'd say for any minotaur or rat ogre. He's yeah, always a definitely. nice second skill. Um, but Ogres and Trolls, there's not really a no. great second skill. And certainly not a third skill. Like like with Tree Men, it's like you give them Grab, you give them Guard. I mean, maybe Break Tackle. I tend to give multiple block and Grab to my Tree Men. Not usually in that order. I mean, sometimes. To, be, to be fair, to be fair, Tree Men are... I guess probably one of the best to give it to because your standard big guy against a 
a couple of standard linemen is basically going to be only one dicing them at that point if you multiple blocks. Mm. Mm. I guess you have an assist, obviously. But yeah, right. I, I found it interesting because, of course, you've got to declare your targets first. So if you hit one guy the other, and you've got two guys next to you, the second guy is going to be giving an assist to the block still. So it's a bit. you've got to make sure you don't trap yourself with that if you do want to use it. You can't yeah, just stick you, a big guy you, on the line by himself and hope for the best. No, yeah. uh, it's, it's one of those things you've got to be careful and also the fact that you can't follow up means yes. that it, especially if you're looking to roll downfield it can be more appropriate to just go I'm just going to block that one guy so I can follow up positionally. Yeah. Yes, which, which is why it works so well with grab. Yeah, because effectively otherwise you're you're pushing two guys away from you neither of whom you'll be able to hit next turn because you've just used multiple block and can't follow up. <laughs> Sucks to be you. And and of course, can you give a minor to a multiple block? Yeah. But you can't yeah. use Frenzy and multi block on the same uh, thingy. Yeah. The same doodly what's it. Which is an interesting thing, because it does give a choice. Yeah. Well, it's a bit like it's the Grim Ironjaw thing. So he's got Frenzy and multiple block, and you decide which one. If you're using the multiple block action, or skill, sorry, then you can't use Frenzy. Even if you only decide then to throw one block. Because, of course, a multi-block, once you've thrown the first one, you don't have to then throw the second one. You can say, That's right, I'm not yeah. going to throw this one, actually. If you really I want to. don't think I knew that. Do you want to hear another interesting tidbit, which you may or may not have known? Go for it. Multiple-block works with Dauntless. I which did is why... know that one. Oh. Yeah, it does, yeah. Well, whatever, okay? I mean, you can keep talking anyway, because the listeners may not know. Okay. Well, did you know, folks at home... If you use Dauntless, of course, uh, multiple blocks, sorry, one of, the, one of the bad bits about it is your opponent gets plus two to his strength. And, of course, if Dauntless, if you're weaker than your opponent, you get to roll a d6 and you add it, and if you beat their strength, you then equal their strength for the purposes of the block. Dauntless comes into effect after multiple block comes into effect. So you choose to use multi-block, your opponent's a true, true strength higher than you, and now you get to use Dauntless to see if you can match them. Which is why, uh, what's his face, Grim Ironjaw has it. Whether you'd mm. want to do that with them or not, I'm not sure. But you could use him to beat up two weaker, smaller, uglier people um, using your combination of multiple block and Dauntless. Also, I did not know this, but I could have sworn Grim Ironjaw had Mighty Blow, but apparently he doesn't. I don't know what well, I don't know what rock I'm living under. I swear he had it. I would have bet my left bollock that he had multiple Mighty Blow. And then it turns out he doesn't. I don't know where I saw that. My life is a lie. We're just going to laugh quietly. Yeah, thanks for the comfort, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, I th- any anything else? Anything in particular you want to add to multiple block? No, no. I think that's all of the multiple block that I have. Yeah, it's pretty obvious, isn't it? You get to hit more guys, you deal more damage. But as we said, most of the time, there's better skills to take on people. Maybe if you got like a well, I've given it to Death Rollers before, because he's the only piece you can stand up to two strength three pieces. Use multiple block, have the assists for both of them, and still outstrength them, which is nice. Yeah, I mean basically use one high strength. Anything and there's not many more skills strength. to give him. Yeah. Yeah. Apart from that, that's that's it really. There's not much more to say about it. You've probably got better skills to take, so avoid. <laughs> avoid. Big red stamp. <laughs> avoid. Should we wrap this section up? We probably should. Let's wrap it up. Apart from Matt's gone to feed his cat. You know what we should talk about instead while he's gone? Yeah. 
NAF clarifications. Ooh, interesting. Because Go on. We had a discussion in the third section of this episode that we've had to redo um, about NAF clarifications. We've had a couple of them already where we've talked about things that have, we've referred to on the NAF website, but there are a few clarifications that we noticed that we were a bit confused about. So, for example, did you know if you've got pass block and you and and your opponent is targeting a hail mary pass to a square that is three squares away, you can use pass block to move into that square. Did you know? Which seems reasonable because it's yeah. a pass action. That is that is a logical thing to do. Yeah. But it's not a legal interception square, and it's not affecting the thrower or the catcher. Ooh. Mm. Controversial, eh? Mm, controversial, but thematic and logical. Yeah, I can understand why, but I just I I would have thought it would be the other way around because I couldn't see anything in the rules that supports it directly. Uh, what's that say? Using yeah, pass block to go to a Hail Mary pass uh, location. Even if there's oh, well, no yeah. one in that square. Yeah. Even if there's no one in the square. Interesting, isn't it? Hmm. Not that it... I mean, it's got to rarely come up. Two of the rarest skills in the game. Well, it, it, it's also the fact that pass block explicitly mentions dump off and that it will work against it. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. This is what we were talking about before, I think. We, we talked about this, the order of actions. So the order of actions with a dump off is, is very weird because we're talking well, about pass block and shadowing and stuff, weren't we? Yeah, this is what it was. Yeah, yeah, and I mean the thing is as well um, as regards pass block moving to the Hail Mary target square, that would mean your opponent has purposely attempted a Hail Mary pass within three squares of one of your players who has pass block. It's pretty rare, and, and more to the point, within three squares, which means it could easily scatter to that player anyway, or it could scatter all the way off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, could go anywhere. But back to uh, back to shadowing. So this is how we got into the discussion that we had yes. before. Did you know that you cannot shadow a pass block? Which is stupid. It makes no sense. It, it's not the most logical. Can you diving tackle? Yes, you yes, can. you can. That makes even less sense. Do you want to know why? It does. So here's the here's the here's the. Let me get the rule book because I'm going to need this. It's right next oh, to me. I've, Hold got, on. I've got the rule book in front of me. What would you like? I want it as well. No, 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 no. One sec. I've got it in front of me also, yeah. So, the wording of shadowing. A player may use this skill uh, on. when a player performing an hold action on. on... I'm reading the rules. I'm helping. So, the player may use right. this skill when a player performing an action, and that's I think that's probably the key uh -huh, word, yes. Action that's what it was. On the opposing so, team, moves out of any of his tackle zones for any reason. Whereas, when we look at diving tackle, it's... The player may use this skill after an opposing player attempts to dodge out of any of his tackle zones. So as you say, the, the, the interesting bit here and the bit that we got confused at was the phrase when he uses an action. So pass block, it's not an action in the traditional sense. A move is an action, a block is an action. Pass block is the using a skill. It's not, I will make a pass block action. It's, I shall use the pass block skill. So technically speaking, but it's not I, an action. It's, it's very arbitrary, that. Very, very arbitrary because the trouble is it comes under the rare heading of a skill that you can use in your opponent's turn, which therefore can't be an action, like shadowing itself. You're quite right, but for for probably the first time ever, 
I'm, I'm going to say this about King's Workshop rules, it's actually really clear. It, the thing is, it's, it is at least internally consistent, it, which yeah. is, it, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's, it's fine, I guess. So, And the thing is, interception is also not an action. So, yeah. Mm. Also, just quickly, I know it's going, I'm just reading the pass block rule here. It says, actually, you can use pass block to, uh, an, a, one of the legal squares is the, um, is the, where is it? A legal destination, blah, 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 blah. Is the target of you can an, an empty square that is pass, the target of yeah. a pass of any pass. So if I'm just chucking it yeah. to the floor, you can go there. So that's why I I take retract my previous statement. So this this but stuff yeah. does make some sense. It's because it's not an action, but then it's it's odd because but, in terms of the game mechanics, it's not an action, therefore doesn't trigger the shadowing. But in terms of what is actually physically happening in the game, you'd naturally think I'm moving away, therefore he can be shadowed because I'm voluntarily moving into a space. Which is the same yeah, as what you can do with shadowing. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, but the, th- the thing is, I like I say, I think it just all comes under the heading of anything that uh, one of your players can do in the other player's turn is not an action. Well, yeah. Be, be Hold on a minute. Pass block well, shadowing. Exactly. Hold on a minute. Wait, and, wait, 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 and, wait. And I'd like to extend. If we did not have the word action in there, you'd be able yeah. to shadow a wait. pushback. Let the, so, wait, 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 wait. Player Hold on. A, Hold, stop the uh, press. What did, oh, you are taking my fun away. I was in the middle of a thought process. But the thought, the breaking news. I've just read the shadowing skill. Is a player with a skill. News? Yes. A player with a skill can use it whenever an opposing player voluntarily moves out of a square in the tackle zones for any reason. It doesn't say when they make a move in action. So actually, hold hold the phone. Yeah. No, no, okay, wait a this, minute. Wait, so. No, no, because it's when a player performing an action on the opposing team moves out of... No, 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 because I've got the 2016 rules here, which are the most up-to-date so ones. So have I, which is what I'm looking at. Death okay, two, I, yeah? I, will, I will acknowledge that I'm not. So hold on, are you... Re- please insert hold music. All right. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> what, what have you got there, Matt? Sorry, are you reading past block and um, getting I've, shadowing? I have no idea what my rules are. I've got the ah. compiled 2016 PDF. I've not got the PDF, I've got the physical printout here. Right, wrong rules. Uh, that was that something they've imparted possibly then? No, the fact that you just have me talking background. I have not. Okay. <laughs> when you say you got the right, the PDF, who made that PDF? Is that the one that someone stitched together on the internet? Because it's not a released one from Games Workshop, or is it a released one from Games Workshop? I I would like to take this opportunity to voice a complaint. Right. Fine. Go and complain. Which damn rulebook has shadowing? Too many rulebooks. I need the almanac. <laughs> I've got Curse the Death Game Zone Season shot. 2. Death Zone Season 2 has all these skills in it. Same as Season 1, except oh. it's got the ones with the most recent errata as per Season 2. I'm going to end up buying the damn almanac, aren't I? Just because uh, I can't be asked. It's a real pain in the ass <laughs> having to use different books for everything. Right. The wording in Shadowing. Ooh. Ooh. Ah, hold on. Ooh. No, I think you're right. Does this mean that the NAF ruling is incorrect? Mm-hmm. That's fascinating. Okay, so that's that's a wording change that I'd not picked up on before. Yeah, because here we go. Look, if I go to the Blood Bowl 2016 errata, which I'm on now... Yeah, which is what I'd started to read out before. Well, mm, no, so I'd started to read out the CRP. But hold on. I'm, in the, I'm, I'm ignoring CRP. I'm going full Blood Bowl 2016 for this. Oh yeah, no, that's fine. I'm, I'm listen to this. Open next. Listen to this. Carry on. Exhibit A: 
Oh, we are going full <laughs> Exhibit A. Uh, the shadowing skill. A player with a skill can use it whenever an opposing player voluntarily moves out of a square in their tackle zone for any reason. Voluntarily. Remember that word. That's going to come up again yeah. later. Pass and block. Ex- a player with this skill is allowed to move up to three squares regardless of the movement allowance when the opponent coach announces one of their players is going to pass the ball. Exhibit C. I refer the gentleman to the Blood Bowl 2016 errata page, section whatever. Question. Players under the influence of bonehead, really stupid or hypnotic gaze cannot use skills that allow them to move voluntarily. Which skills are not allowed to be used as they are considered moving voluntarily? I'll rephrase that. I'll say it again. Which skills are not allowed to be used as they are considered to be moving voluntarily? And the answer is... Skills that allow you to leave your square without being forced to leave your square in the first place. For example, diving tackle, pass block, and shadowing. So those are considered to be moving voluntarily. And shadowing says, I can shadow you if you do move voluntarily. And pass block says, you get to move. So there we go. So Alex's correct answer is, you should be able to shadow a pass block. And if this ever comes up, I will stand up and I will yell it. I I think that... Hang on, hang on, hang on, wait a second. That's fine, because that was my position all along. And the whole reason I was complaining last time is because you guys were saying... You can't do that because it says it's an action. Yes. Yeah, but, but that's because we have the rule. Like, my, my, my whole point was, <laughs> yeah, of course you should be able to do that. But also, just thinking, look, so logically, logically speaking, in a hypothetical situation that will never happen, you could have a whole chain of yeah. pass, pass blocking, yeah. shadowing players, shadowing each other. Can you shadow a shadow? Oh, that's a, Why yeah, not? of course, because well, it's yeah, voluntary. It's not, it's not action. It's See, voluntary. I, I'd envisage the yeah. following. I move a player on my turn, you shadow it, and I could then... Sorry, you diving tackle it, and then I can shadow your diving tackle it. So we move three three people for one action. But you're yes. right. This, this yeah. is like the old idea that I had, where every player on my team would have nerves of steel and uh, would have dump off. And I'd just build a long <laughs> chain. And it'd just be... <laughs> Do you know what's also fun? You're right. Every player was shadowing. Use... It would be hilarious. Yeah. You yeah. can use if pass had... block many if times you... as well. As only players as pass block can use it. So if you've got 10 guys with pass block, they can all use it on the same pass. Conga, 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 conga. Just basically, yeah. So next time you do a league team, first skill, shadowing, shadowing all the way. <laughs> oh, Wow. Shadowing is possibly my new favourite skill. That's brilliant. Thank you. Gosh, someone else finally sees it. Jesus. Yeah, but How just long have I been harping on about it? Just exactly. for the bullshit, yeah. Exactly. Did you know as well, here's an interesting conundrum for you. If somebody, if I've got the ball right and I've got dump off, this is where it gets weird. Wait. If I've got the ball and I've got dump off and you blitz me, but you need to make a go for it to blitz me, what happens is you don't roll any of the dice yet because you haven't technically made it to my square. However, I still have to declare whether I'm using dump off before you roll the go for it to see if you hit me. So what happens then is I chuck the ball with dump off and then I can be intercepted and I can also be pass blocked. So what could happen is you blitz me, um, I dump off, someone pass blocks it, someone diving tackles that, someone shadows that, someone else shadows that and then you actually fail the go for it in the first place to hit me and you fall over. And that's the way you're supposed to do it. And yeah, just just to reiterate right, yeah. something, I can have as many pass block players react to a single pass as I want. Yes, and do you know how I know that? Elf Olympics. Olympics. Yeah. Well, oh my god, right. I am taking Take Underworld. an elf Underworld. team where everything... Oh, snotlings! Every snotling with pass block. Every snotling. Exactly. Oh, yeah, it'd be brilliant. But then I have to and take the way Ogres you... again. 
Here we go. And the way you know that, the player may not stop moving until they've reached the legal destination, have been held fast by tentacles, or been knocked down. The special move is free and in no way affects the player's blah 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 blah. If the player performing a pass block in their own turn is knocked down, then this is a turnover. No other players may perform pass block moves and your turn ends as soon as the results of the pass and the block are resolved. So therefore... Actually, wow. hold on a minute. Hold on a... Hold on a cotton-picking minute. Do you like the fact that we're doing on-air research and because we didn't really think this through properly before the show? No, 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 no. no. Um, yeah, well, Passport's just a bit weird in that respect. I have passport a, is weird. I have a question. No, yes. this is another weird situation. Now, let me let me read this phrase now, in a second. Hold on, I, no, no, no. S- let I, me do no, it. I, I need to cover something else off in a second, which is where are you getting your passport wording from? I'm holding in my hand Blood Bowl 2016 Death Zone 2 gaming supplement. In front As of am me, I. Which in I theory have is the, the FAQ. Most un- uh, unless they've changed it in the Almanac. Has the Almanac well, succeeded? Death- I've got the most up to date uh, Doofer What's It FAQ in front of me. So theoretically, this should be the most up to date version of the rules. If only so it was only what? in one place. So. So what do they describe as a legal uh, destination? So uh, if you can put a tackle zone on the thrower or the catcher, or you can go to a legal interception squares, or you can get to the square that the pass is being targeted to. Right, okay, that's fine. That's, yeah, that's the same wording, that's fine. Yeah, now listen. So yeah, so, you're, so to be fair, you're very unlikely to be able to move your entire team. Yes. No, but you <laughs> can move a large chunk of it. Yeah, if well you... actually, yeah. If you, if you think it's basically all you've got to do is get within... Three squares of the passer or catcher. Mm, yeah. If, if everybody's you, got pass block, you're yeah. going to be using a lot of pass block. If anyone decides to yeah, throw the ball, yeah, absolutely. If you if yeah. you decide to put three receivers in my in my half, I reckon I could conceivably get five players to any one of them. Yeah, and I like mm, I like the mean, fact that it, regardless of the inception itself. You can just go. Are you going to pass to that guy? Oh, he's just got four taxons on him. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Is, <laughs> yeah. If if I'm hitting you and you use dump off, and I've got three guys who've got pass block near you, suddenly they can all move three squares. Yeah, but uh, equally, no, no, hang on, oh, no, hang on, more hang on, no, 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 because dump off is not a pass action. Oh, is it not? Let's have a look. No, it is shall not. we? According to it explicitly states that for pass block, I'm, now I'm going to look like a fool if I'm wrong because I was holding the other rule book before. Uh, yes, a players with pass block may use this skill against a dump off pass. It specifically says that. I'm so pleased it does because it did in the CRP, and I was like, oh, "Please, please don't ever remove that. Then I'll look like <laughs> an idiot." That's that's inter- that's interesting because uh, the NAF clarifications state that animosity does not come into effect on dump off as it only affects pass actions. But then it's not a pass but then, action, and, but it is a quick pass. Yeah, I think that's legit because it's not technically a pass state. action. I'm, I'm happy enough with that. Uh, Thing, thing is, can I just say, we're, we're, this is annoying rules lawyering, and I hate this shit. So, <laughs> I'm let's, glad. Let's I'm just on. getting let's started. No, no, no. I'm just this getting is, started. This is dull. This is dull and boring, and would make me want to punch my opponent if they are. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I'm going to give say. you one more thing. At Elf Olympics this year, you are going to see a tree man with pass block, dodge, and break tackle. It's going to be my Good. tree man. And the thing about this tree man is he gets to move three squares when you throw a pass. Yes, he does. Because it says uh, regardless of movement. Yep. And yeah, our tree. Yeah. Yeah. In the FAQ, it even says if a player has movement one or two, can they still move three squares when using the pass block skill? And the answer is yes. 
Yeah, it's awesome, yeah. I'm just can wondering if it? I can get additional bullshit into this. One second. What one if second. you've got pass block and jump up and you're on the ground? Can you jump up and run away and, and run somewhere? Oh my god. No. Naz, imagine imagine if you had Why not? both both shadowing and pass block <gasps> on the tree. You'd be able to move potentially like five free squares a turn. It'd be immense. <laughs> but um, you'd have to roll no, so no, well guys, to shadow guys. someone. Um, just for ultimate rules lawyering, and this is, as far as I can tell, completely legit. And please tell me because you have it in front of you. Yep. Does it mention anything in the FAQ regarding take root and pass block? You can't move if you got Ooh. take root for any Incorrect. reason. Incorrect. What? Don't lie to me, Nazgob. On a one, the player takes root, quotation marks, and their yep. movement is considered zero. Ooh. I can yeah. move irrespective of my movement no, three you can't. squares. A player, yes, I can. Uh, listen, it listen. says... A player, no, my no, movement no, 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 He's using the same logic you did, and it's the same sort of rules loyaling. The take root skill yeah, says... So- a player who has yes. taken root may not go for it, be pushed back for any reason, or use any skill that would allow them to move out of their current square or be placed prone. Oh, Hold on a cotton... Wait, is that, does that mean... Listen to this. A player who has taken root cannot, yeah, cannot be pushed back for any reason, or use any skill that would allow them to move out of their current square or be placed prone. So that means if you're rooted, you can't use wrestle. Yes. Huh. Sure, yeah. I mean, That's why would you give a tree wrestle anyway? But... I don't know, I don't know, but yeah. But that means that you can't give them wrestle, or diving tackle, or use shadowing, or pass block. That's really upsetting. I mean, I'm still going to have a tree mm. that has dodge, break tackle, and pass block, because it's As hilarious. That'd be brilliant, yeah. But but you know what that means, though, Nascob? You can't stop until you're in a legal space. So let's say you make the first dodge, and you have to oh, use break shit. tackle, and you've got another dodge you have to make. You can't then stop. You have to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, worth it. Totally worth it, yeah. The only other question I had here, quickly, and this is it's the last bit of rules lawing from me, and then I'll stop. I promise. All right? Can I can I say wait my minute, last wait one? So, depends. Is this one where you're going to be a twat and go? I already know the answer to this, or is it a genuine? It's a genuine question. A okay. It's a genuine question. So in pass block, it, near the end, it says players with pass block may use this. Blah, blah, blah. If a player performing a pass block in their own turn is knocked down, then this is, this is a turnover. No other players may perform pass block moves, and your turn ends as soon as the results of the pass block are resolved. Right? Yeah. Fair enough. That means if you do a dump uh, off and I pass block and I fall over, it's a turnover. Yes. Okay, I can, I can on, accept that. On. Yeah. I ain't done. Um, no, I'm. Why? Okay. Okay. Uh, it's basically if yeah, you dump just, off and I pass block yeah, and fall was, over, yeah, it's a I was, turnover. I was just trying to think if there's any other conceivable reason you would be using it, but yeah, okay, yeah. Now. The important bit here is, it says, if a player performing a pass block in their own turn is knocked down, then this is a turnover, yeah? Yes. So let's say it's not my turn, it's a normal pass, and I've got two guys with pass block. And I say, right, I'm going to use pass block with these two. And I move the first one, and then he falls over and gets himself knocked out or whatever. It's not a turnover, because it's not my turn. So can I still carry on pass blocking with the second guy? Yes. Can I keep I would, going I until I've run yes. out of dudes? So suddenly, all of a sudden, potentially, if I had 10 guys of pass block, they could all fail dodges, all knock themselves over, and then suddenly you're passing and there's no one there. The whole team just falls over itself trying to get to you. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, there's no reason you couldn't do that. So Good to know. That's what I wanted to do. That might be the downside of having a full team with dump off. But it's well, no, it's funny. not. It's not the downside, because well, no, if you fail the first one, you keep going until you, fail, you succeed yeah. one. And you, and you don't have to use it. That's the thing. 
It's, not, it's not like every, everyone goes, we have to go chase that ball. I know I've got to do a six plus dodge, another six plus dodge, but I have to go get it. Well, the, actually, now this is important because once you've said you're using pass block, you have to end an illegal interception square. That's or illegal correct, square. yeah. So let's say I've got two guys with dump off, with pass block, sorry. Do I have to say, right, both of these guys are going to use dump, uh, pass block or do I say this guy's going to use pass block and when he finishes using it, I then say, and now this guy's going to do it? Because otherwise, if I have to go, right, all 10 guys are going to use pass block, that means they are all going to have to end up in legal squares regardless of what happens. And they're either going to make it or they're going to die trying. Uh, if I were ruling that scenario, I think purely based on logic... So... You, you could be in it's a position where... It's got to be A, then where, B, then C. Because in yeah, theory, so you, you could block yourself, couldn't you? That's my thinking. So you could be in a position where you you could get your entire team within one square of the catcher. So therefore, they are all eligible to use pass block. But once you'd moved the first eight, the others wouldn't be able to reach. So you... At that point, they wouldn't be allowed to move. I mean, you could possibly say you have to announce you're going to move it on all of them, but then when you actually go to move these, it says, no, sorry, tough, you can't move that. And it and that action then fails, or that skill fails, I suppose. Uh, yeah. So you announce it and you're locked into it, but you still have to check whether it's a legitimate thing when you actually activate that player. Bit weird. I- I think it's got to be this person does it and then when he finishes, this person does it. Otherwise, you can come up with a situation in which you've broken the game and you can't proceed. Because if yeah, you said, I, I'm going to pass with this person and they cannot enter a legal interception square, then what do you well, do? Yeah, it's, Pack it's up and go home. Where, yeah, it's, it's, you've just got to have a bit of common sense at that point. <laughs> this is yeah. interesting. I like this kind of discussion. This is very I fascinating. Hate I hate I it. I like, like it. What's well, the point? If this, if this came up at all, I'd just, go, just roll dice for it. Oh yeah, you would, wouldn't you? I'm right. I mean, these these sorts of conversations are I, I always find interesting because I, I well, let's face it, I quite like gaming systems. Um, but my my problem, and by gaming systems, I mean destroying the existing gaming system and gaming it for my advantage. I, I find that I find them fascinating from a hypothetical point of view and irritating as fuck if someone yeah uh, see is desperate desperately going through the rule books going oh well this rule says this but then combined with this one it's like yeah i don't fucking care i was absolutely fine until i realized that i have some responsibility for one of the biggest tournaments in the uk and i don't want to have to right, deal with yeah. these questions <laughs> Damn it. yeah absolutely. so if you're going to the euro bowl don't put pass block on all your players please because i just don't want to deal with this shit <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, Naz. If that's the case, you're bold. We'll get, we'll put our heads together, and then just go back and say uh, we don't want to deal with this shit. <laughs> Good plan. I have another question. Go on. Do you remember at um, sevens recently when um, there was in a bit of a, a bit of a controversial moment where somebody threw a goblin? Oh my god, that was a, hilarious. Well, here's yeah. a, here's the situation. Somebody threw a goblin with the ball on the last turn, and the goblin landed on a player and was and dropped the ball and all the rest of it, and you know, end of turn. And this guy was saying, no, 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 because this guy was from, someone, was from Spain. He said, in the rules in the Spanish version, it says, this is fine. You can carry on moving with the player, even though he's got the ball. And we were like, well, no, in the English version, it says this. I don't know whether it says that in the Spanish version or not, but fair enough. But I went back and read it, and I've got it in front of me now. And this is this is wording that is kind of, it's it's probably not ambiguous if you read it the first time over. But then if you if you look at it closely, you actually can see, maybe I can see what somebody means. Listen to this phrasing. Ready? So, uh, blah, blah, blah. If You're going to read to us in Spanish. <laughs> a landing roll. <laughs> Listen to this. 
if now it's important placing with the word if here if the landing roll is failed or they landed on another player during the throw they are placed prone and must pass an armor roll to avoid injury right and at the end of it it says oh yeah a player who is a player who is not injured during the landing may make an action yada yada a failed landing roll a failed landing roll or landing in the crowd does not cause a turnover unless they were holding the ball now listen here if the landing roll is failed or they landed on another player so if they land on another player that's not a failed landing roll because they just hit they've just fallen over it's not a failed landing roll and at the end they have not failed a landing roll or landed in the crowd so actually if you think about it so you're saying that landing on another player is a turnover no I'm saying if you've got the ball if you land on another player you haven't failed a landing roll so therefore it's not a turnover because it only Uh, says listen uh, this is the point a failed landing roll or landing in the crowd does not cause a turnover unless you're holding the ball and earlier on it says if the landing roll is failed or they landed on another player suggesting that if you land on another player it's not a failed landing roll Hmm. Uh, yeah, we, hmm. because listen they must make a landing roll unless they landed on another player during the throw so they're not making a landing roll so they haven't failed a landing roll so it's not a turnover I mean it logically says it is a turnover because you know why the hell wouldn't it be but if you're just going by the letter of the law and if you're playing by tournament rules you've got to use a, tool, a rule book that is 100% ironclad you can understand where people are coming from actually So do you understand actually, what I mean? actually Sorry, just to throw in on this. So looking at the, again, the NAF clarifications, mm-hmm. it says, uh, one of the last points in there is, if you land on a player, that player is knocked down and the thrown player is scattered once and then placed prone and must roll for armor injury. But this is not a turnover unless the player that was landed on was on your own side or the thrown player was holding the ball. Yeah, so that's fair enough. That's, so that's now clear. Yeah, 100%. But you, but you are right because if you look at the wording of turnovers... Placed yeah, prone speaking, yeah. is not a turnover unless, uh, and there we go, unless uh, the active player is holding the ball. So let's go back then. to the general rules okay, that's of turnovers. I, I thought yeah. I was right. That's, that's why I had that I think, page. No, you are right. You are right. It all, it all, it all ties together on that. One, I stand yeah. corrected on that one, and I'm glad Excellent. because I was like, when you see stuff like that, you're like, actually, hold on a minute. Have I been wrong my whole life? That's fine then. I retract my previous statement. See, I think this is interesting, this is. I'm not doing it to be a dick, I just find it quite interesting. Do you know what I mean? Like when you say you can hypnogaze from the ground. Technically, you can. And I've done it. <laughs> that was to be a well, dick, though. Think- and, yeah. moving on. I, I think <laughs> yeah. that brings to a close this edition of Anything But A One Rules Lawyering. Brought to you yes. by yes. Alex. Hi! Purveyor of Elvish Dickery. Hey, this is <laughs> yeah. Stunty Dickery. Only- <laughs> oh, no. no, it is Elvish Dickery. How to game with stunties. <laughs> oh, we should probably end this section. So this weekend just passed. Alex and I went to Sawball, which is fantastic. Um, actually, I must admit that I was also involved in helping to run it. In no way is it my tournament. It's completely Glowworms tournament. Uh, but I was the extra man. Unfortunately... Uh, well, also fortunately, I got to play some Blood Bowls, which is partly because someone dropped out, which is a bit of a shame. Um, and so it means fortunately, I got to have some fun. Unfortunately, it also meant that I was trying to help do things in score and organise and, and also record while also playing a game or three, uh, which meant I didn't nearly as much recording as Alex because he just had to show up and play. Uh, anyway, here's some stuff from the day. 
one out and about. Hello! Hey, guess what? We're at Sorbol. We are, it is 8.56, we are warming up. Uh, people are filing in slowly. Now got to set up a little recording studio at the front here, which is quite... Oh, it's pretty swish, actually. In fact, I'm going to take a photo of it and tweet it, because it is so swish, it needs to be seen by humanity. Um, what's going on? Nothing much happened yet, but then we've only just started, so that makes sense. I'm sure I'll come over again at some point later and say hello. But as you can see, I say I'm very happy at the moment. Let's see how happy I feel after the next few games. All right, then. Bye. Hi, it's Nascop. Just finished game one. Uh, I'm using humans. We have a whole load of mighty blow. And it seems to be working fairly well. Did four casualties against Kenry. The main takeaway from that game was, firstly, Mighty Zug is better than Tomb Guardians, particularly one-on-one -on -one when he headbutts them and sends them to the KO box. But even better, if you try and send off Mighty Zug for fouling, he just says no. Roll the six on Argy the Cool. Where round one is over. Yeah. I'm joined by my opponent of round one, Mr. Puggy. Hello. Or Dave Puggy Mason, is that yes. it? Yes, yeah, I'll just put Puggy in the middle. I know the name because you appear on all the podcast posts. <laughs> yeah. Shouting about how horrible the uh, <laughs> production quality is. Well, you needed something on the front page, so. Yeah. You needed a little encouragement. And it worked, you know, it's better now. We've got these microphones here, look, so, you know. I know, it's a bit, it's a bit swish. It's, um, it says blue on it, but it's white. But it's a fancy blue Yeti something. Oh, anyway, so anyway, our game. Uh, yeah, you uh, were halflings and I was Skaven. Yes, scummy Skaven. Act four, which I don't like. You, it's just lazy. It is. I didn't really have to. It was just yeah, pick it up, no uh, problem. I know. Yeah, um, not. Oh, I don't know. Describe that game. It was a uh, lackluster, I think. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> There's a lot that, that didn't happen. Was, yeah, first half happened. That was it. Uh, no one, there was no. It was the first half, but I think that's one halfling casualty, or maybe if that. Uh, yes, yes, you got no other casualties. No other casualties. No knockouts. One score by you. Yeah, one score. A lot of fouling that didn't do anything. Yeah, I'd a lot of rail pickups. Yeah, I didn't like your rat ogre, so I decided just to put him <laughs> on the floor with eight flings. Multiple times. Multiple times. <laughs> that rat ogre took a lot of punishment. <laughs> no, he's got a couple of broken ribs somewhere. But he never left the pitch. No. He was gang fouled and stunned. Gang fouled, stunned. Hit, hit stunned. Several trees hit him. Yeah. I know. You, you're tough buggers, you all rats. Yeah, not just the rat ogres. Gutter runners, linemen, storm vermin. Anything with a rat. A lot of guys got hit and nobody left the pitch. I know, I'm so annoyed with that. So you think, as a Skaven who had no casualties or knockouts, I would score like five times? Yeah. You'd be wrong. <laughs> no, no, I had to pull off some major um, BS. <laughs> you can swear on the podcast. Can we? Yes. Oh, excellent. In, it wasn't even that... Some of it was a bit bullshitty. Oh, yeah. Some of it was quite a lot of bullshitty, actually, thinking about it. Oh, well, I had to. I'm hardly... But I've it worked. throw as much bullshit as yes. I can anything. You got to the second half, and um, we got a riot, and I was 1-0 up, and I thought, this will be fine. I got some re-rolls this time, because I lost them all the first half. This will be fine. It was desperation moves yeah. on the Harvings part, I think. Something went wrong. The kick landed, like, on the line, and I thought, this is great. And then something happened, and then something happened, and then suddenly there was a halfling flying over my line with the ball in his hands. Yeah, you just slip through all your gut runs. Past my defences. It's on the sideline, and it's like, oh my god, how am I going to get this out of there? Yeah. And it's right, okay. Desperate measures. Roll up the sleeves, guys. Roll up the sleeves. Right, all we need is fives all the way. <laughs> Just five, just five. All right, hand it off. Lobbing down the field, landed in a tackle zone <laughs> between two Skaven, like one behind and one a space in front or yeah, something. Yeah, landed right, and it's like anywhere but there. Thank you. Just and then he fails the first dodge, 
and then he makes the rest just to keep you on your toes. I know. I'd use. I think I'd use re-roll up already. Yeah, maybe. On the probably a you, on the handle. It was, was it? I don't even remember. I can't remember. But it was no. frigging tense. I know, it's like that. Oh, Moscow! Yeah. Moscow! And then he just did it. And I was like, oh, alright, okay, so it's turn three. I'm Skaven. I should be able to score once more against halflings. Yeah. The, the kick goes very deep. Yeah, deep into your half. And I set up to the side as well. Yeah, I sort of have like half the pitch covered in gutter runners. Thinking, next turn I'm going to give the ball to a gutter runner and he's just going to hand it off, conga line it up and score. This will be fine. Yeah, you ran through all your gutter runners into my yeah. back area. Like, a, like an idiot. <laughs> I thought, I got oh, complacent. Okay, gone. Yeah. And then, um, then your turn, something happened and something happened and then suddenly this halfling, again, flies through the air, lands in my half and goes, there's a thrower there with a ball. Well, it was the only thing my tree could do because he rooted. Yeah. And all he's got is a fling next to him. So I thought, all oh, right, why not? Why not? Just Let's go see if we can get the ball. You throw the blitz, you get like a skull and a push or whatever, and you go, yeah, fuck it, re-roll it, and suddenly you take him and throw it down. I stumbled. And stun- yeah, stumbled. and stunned him, yeah. and suddenly there's a halfling next to the ball in my half. I don't know what nearby. Well, I had to change up the game. It was like, right, I've got to defend against these good runners, and then I suddenly realised my halfling's down the other end, and he's not over the callback, as it would be. Right, charge everyone forward, try and go get the ball. That was a three, three turn scuffle then. It was ridiculous. And it was just, I had to, I had to I just had pull to some bullshit out. Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, I'd ever committed in the first part of that drive, so yeah. he ran everyone behind me and stopped me. But then, because you had to throw so many dudes over there and overcommit at that point, which you had to do. I know. Because it so nearly stopped me. Well, I'd have, uh, what was it? One Hardling, the one who did the uh, infamous blob. <laughs> the hero, we should The call hero, him. yes, we should call him the hero. And um, it's just trying to get past you. It's just a mad scarper to that back area to get control of that ball. And it was just through some, what was it? It was a pick-up, then a hand-off, and then a pass, and then a run-off. And they all worked, escaping things too. And he was dodging through tackle zones as well, just to get it through, I think. I think it was just I had to commit so many up front, it just left nothing in the backfield. In in your half, there was my gutter runner literally in the corner, waiting, and then three trees. Yeah, one rooted, and the other two falling over each other, trying to get yours. A lot of fell go for it on trees. And you stalled for two turns. I think it was more than that. I think it was like four turns, wasn't it? It was turn six, you got the ball. That was it. I stalled like an absolute clown. Which I felt terrible for, but I thought... You should. You should. Yeah, you didn't even have any re-rolls. I would have been able to probably... I would have been fine if I'd scored, but I just... Just in case. I didn't want it to happen. That last one, when I had the uh, pop plan, it was decision where, right, do I just get a casualty for the glory of it? Or do I go chasing after your gunner and is it... Picking his arsehole down at the other touchline. So I thought. Well, the way he's put the ball down and he's just having a snooze. Yeah. So now I go sprinting off down after uh, after the gutter runner and yeah. And then Not nothing. Bad. Nothing. Stumbles, falls, no re rolls. Oh, and no casualties. No casualties. And no knockouts. I hit you with vile. everything. I couldn't believe it. Seven, sevens. That's what it was. Yeah. Game of sevens on the injury. Yeah, it was. Yeah. What That's including on? my blow. Hey, you don't. No, no. Seven on the armour, seven on the injury. Multiple times. So it was, there was nothing you could have done. But I was sweating a lot more. When, we, when I thought it was halflings, I thought this should be fine. But I got really nervous. <laughs> Complacent. A couple of points, I was like, holy shit, I've thrown this game away like an absolute twat. At one point, I thought I was going to lose. When you, when you knock that throw down, I thought, I'm going to be 2 nil down, 2 1 down. I was hoping you were going to be 2 yeah, 1 down. I, <laughs> I was as well, in a way, because I love stunties and I hate skating. So I kind of wouldn't have been that upset if you'd beat the shit out of me. No, I, I was on the desperate measure. If I can just get this 2. 
I can at least then just concentrate on killing anything that tries to get past me. Yeah. I just hold out, even if it's a draw. A draw, yeah. uh, a draw That's a win, win it's done basically. Win. I like the, um, you got a card at one point, didn't you? There's a halfling who's, oh, yes. who's the ball's going to land next to him, and you got the card from Glowworm, and yeah. it's the one that gave you catch and diving catch. For that one turn. Spectacular catch, it was called. Yeah. And he reaches out with his new skills, <laughs> and still fails it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, go on, have a go. Have a go. No. 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 But it was a good game. Was, I was. It was, I'm sorry, it. sorry about the speed, I've ever had. That's a compliment, I think. No, my side, anyway. Yeah, no, it's Usually good. it's a thrashing against uh, agility-based teams. It's usually, try and stop them. No, you through me like a, like a dose of salt. I got away with it, I think. Oh, I think so. I don't think you're going to get away with it next round. I think Not you're going to be up mid-table, facing some dwarves. Are there any dwarves? There's some chaos dwarves. Oh, yeah, there's a plethora of chaos dwarves. I've seen humans, Norse. There's about four fling teams here, which is a good turn. I'm going to play Chaos Dwarves, right? And my Claw My Blow Rattag is going to get killed in turn one. And then I'm going to be on the back foot. I hope it does, because I try. <laughs> it may be tougher than you think. You may actually survive the tournament. That armor eight with no defensive skills is the way to go, apparently. Well, as soon as you declare you've got Claw on it, it's going to be target number one. I should have given Claw to alignment. There you go, hit here, but I don't mind. That would have been yeah. psychological, you see. Yeah. People want him playing against Stunty teams. Yeah. I would easy to hunt down tree men. <laughs> right, four assists. <laughs> four assists. Yeah, good luck. Uh, anyway, right, well, thank you for the game. No problem. Thank you for being on the podcast. That's right, it's good to be on. And see you guys after round two. Where Fling hopefully... Nation, people. Fling, Fling Nation. Nation. Welcome back to Anything But One Podcast. My name is Alex. Um, round two's just happened. You can probably tell by the, by the sound of my voice how it went for me. It went poorly. Now, I was playing Hugo, aka Dreams Creators Orcs, and he kicked the shit out of me. Alice waving, but you can't see that on the podcast. It was a bad game. Al, I need comforting. I've just had a bad game. What does that even mean? <laughs> Thanks anyway. I don't know how did it go. It was a um it's a very typical orc escaping game, except oh shit. In my quest. It was a um it was it was oh it was frustrating it was frustrating I've literally just finished it that's why I sound so 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 salty what happened so the very first turn he hits a few guys someone leaves the pitch it happens no problem he fails to pick up the ball so it's it's unprotected and I can get it if I make a few go for it or rather I can stand next to it so I stand next to him with my uh, sidestep and gutter runner and I thought oh this is alright I realise I can hit his tackle blitzer with my Rattogo and I can absolutely swamp up his cage and I might be able to sneak the ball away next turn and then and then and then the Rattogo for the first time of three separate incidents in the match decides that now is the good time to skull both down it against the blitzer knocking himself to the ground and it was just the chainsaw was going crazy the orcs were going crazy and I just it was horrible oh it was horrible absolutely horrible I was down to five rats several times in the match it just didn't go well I just about managed to score in the second half and he got the ball again in turn I don't know 15 14 then he picks it up oh no he doesn't pick it up it lands in his hands and he removes the entire line of scrimmage from the pitch in one turn and that's it I've suddenly all I'm defending with is like two gutter runners the ogre who's been rubbish and my two storm of them and a thrower and it's just I can't do anything to stop him ah frustrating 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 but never mind never mind never mind walk it off I think I'm the first one to finish actually it was a quick game because I couldn't do fuck all but it happens it happens 
what else is going on? Mascop is playing with Zug, and every time Zug throws a block, someone leaves the pitch. <laughs> Which is nice. Typical Zug. What else is going on? Well, it's hard to see from up here. Hey, Glow, do you want to be on the podcast? No. Fine, whatever. I don't care anymore. What are we doing? I'm just talking on the podcast. Oh, okay. I'm, I was the first to get done, so my muzzle's, muzzle's finished. Muzzle's and got done, you did. I did get done. You got royally done. Three times. My claw might blow rat ogre decided it was a good idea to knock himself down on hitting orcs. Three times. Did you use claw on yourself? Uh, no. I should have, shouldn't I? I should have claw mighty blowed myself. This has got to do with Hugo as well, hasn't it? Yes. There's a never trust a Spaniard line in here, isn't there? Look at him. Princess bride it up. <laughs> Oh dear, it's fine, it happens. Have we given a parental warning on this podcast? Yeah, each one of them has it. Oh, that's excellent. Just look at these magnificent bastards. <laughs> look at them go. 54 of them. Is there if, really that many? Yes, if a virus wiped out most of the people, there'd be 30% less Klingon speakers in the country at this point or something. <laughs> the average BMI would go down as well. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> How's it going from your perspective? Going well? Ah, my tournament's always go well. That's true. Yeah, let's be fair about Food it. was good as always? Yeah, food's always good. That's why people come to the tournament for food. Foggy this morning and you've cooled the sun out, which is nice. Yep. You've asked God himself to make it a bit sunnier, yeah, and he did. Yeah. The only problem is, well, like you say, the average BMI in this heat is <laughs> starting to get a little pungent. A little honking. A little honking. I'm about to go get some fresh air in a minute. <laughs> I've only been asked to move away from one game. When I called the dice and said, you're going to kill that player, and the block was successful, and the armor roll was double five, and the injury roll was double six. Oops. And then the guy said, that's all right, I've got regen, and I went, but it won't work, and he rolled a three and then told me to go away. <laughs> it's only fair. People don't like me calling dice, apparently. <laughs> Who knew? Uh, it's only fair. It's only fair. So what's happening in the um, anything but a one world? What's in news? We I, are... I listen to your new format. Do you like it? I'm not convinced at the moment. I have to say the jury's out for me. I quite like the ramblings of the madman. <laughs> well, <laughs> and the ineptness of the broad. We've done a, um, we've done another episode. We haven't released it yet. Where three of us were in the same room for two hours, which helps because right. you don't have the production problems. Well, I say that except we did, so we lost half of it. But we have half of it, and, but you still get the rambling stuff, which that's, is nice. That's all right. So we are, you know, we are seeing what's going on. Oh, here comes Dave. Is he looking happy? It's the piranha down and out. He's sticking a tongue out. Is that a happy the tongue or a sad piranha, tongue? That's a happy tongue. Look at him. That's did happy. Did you win? Yes, oh. you did. You didn't. No. He was winning. He's played two children today. Tell me. There's not a win in there. He's just played two children. Yes. Dave, did you win? Honestly, because you were winning. <laughs> oh no. And Cam's beat. I drew. No, I got it. That's alright then. The mistake was going, well, my uh, my ball carrier will be fine to do this two dice to serve the other guy. You've got wrestle. Oh no, this is a problem, isn't it? <laughs> or we're all that. You still have wrestle, don't you? Okay. That with the ball carrier. The uh, cultured voice that you can hear is the Piranha, who's running uh, Euro Bowl this year <laughs> in Cardiff in November. October. October. I keep saying November, and it's Last October. October. And um, so, if you're in a national team, that's Last great. Last weekend of October. Last weekend in October, uh-huh. or Halloween, as we like to refer to it, <laughs> around that time. Um, if you're not in a national team, you can come to the Euro Open. I hear the head ref is an absolute maniac, so you'll have a great time doing that. Who's that then? That'll be me then. Oh, all right then. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody said I'm head ref, except me. <laughs> so it's now become a thing. 
I'll make sure it's on the shirts. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I think you shouldn't be the head ref, you should be the arse chef. Other, Just as important. Other moments of note uh, would be the NAF Sea in May, if this goes out before the NAF Sea in May, uh, in Nottingham, being run by Hawker, another Welsh fellow. Mm-hmm. Um, there are more than one of them. So in Bolden, best, the best charity event in the uh, country, run in August. Keep uh, walking, Hugo. Don't come over here. <laughs> Keep walking. Being run by Thor. You didn't run my touchdown. Cheated. Oh, you didn't get zeros. No! I thought you had zero! No! I got a touchdown! Thank you, Hugo! <laughs> Not only did he beat me, he also made it look like I did worse than I did. <laughs> Have you not hurt me enough? Get out of here! <laughs> yeah, NAFC is happening in May, so go to that. What else is going on? Oh, I don't know, various other tournaments. Check the internet, it's the best place for it. What am I, some sort of repository of tournament knowledge? No, I'm not. I'm going to get some fresh air, because I need to go walk around in the sunshine for a bit. Right! Hi, it's Naz. I've just finished game two, and I must say, it went rather well. Uh, I got to play Thor. Uh, we won 2-1 this time. We did a whole load of casualties against his Britannians. Basically, don't pick a fight with Morg. Don't pick a fight with Morg. Pick a fight with Zug. Where's Morg come from? Zug is so much better than Morg. Anyway, don't pick a fight with Zug, because he will beat the shit out of everything. Uh... The, the highlight of that game for me is probably scoring the winning touchdown, not just because I won, but really it was because I was able to chain push my guy into the end zone while taking mighty blow to Dolphar. Oh dear lord, Dolphar. Britannians shouldn't be allowed Dolphar. It's not the fact that Thor deserved to win, uh, and, and if we hadn't both forgotten the fact that Dolphar had Hail Mary pass, he'd have cleared the ball and I had no one in the end zone, in my end zone, to protect it. Um, but other than that, Dolphar, I mean, Adge for on an. It, it, we'll come back to this at another time in the podcast but just suffice to say if you're taking Britannians take serious thought about getting Dolphar in there he runs around as the ball carrier he runs around he does shenanigans and it just means that the uh, the Knights can just do their thing they can just hit people they don't, you don't have to lose one of them on your offence because they're, they're just excellent anyway definitely totally worthwhile and a great game on to the next I am back again after my third game. This time I got to play Raging82, so that was always good because it's the first time I've played uh, one of the podcasters in their well, in, in an afternoon. We had a great game, uh, really swinging. Loads and loads of KOs against me in the first half, loads of KOs against him in the second half, and managed to uh, get to one all. So during the final drive, uh, he had three turns left to score the winning touchdown. And sprinting down the sidelines, he felt a dodge, and I was able to serve the ball carry, which was brilliant. Unfortunately, the ball ended up right near my end zone, and I ended up with a really unpalatable decision on the final turn. We had a ball next to a skink, and next to both of those was my Mighty Blow Blitzer. We also had Frenzy. And my question was, do I hit his skink? And realistically, you're going to then get a draw, because he hasn't got anyone else you can score, and I could have made that my blitz, so I could even try to pick up the ball and run off with it. Or alternatively, I could dodge out and try a long bomb pass. We're both on two wins, so why wouldn't you do it? Unfortunately, I fell on my ass, and so he won his third game, and I did not. Moral of the story, always hit the skink. Alright, we are finished. It is the end of round three. I was the uh, last person to finish, which is a little embarrassing. 
Uh, what's going on? Everyone's weighing around for the results. I think they're just being tallied up. Interestingly, going into round three, we had a few announcements saying, you know, how everybody was doing. There were seven people who were on three, on two wins already. Which means, assuming half of them uh, win their third game, there's going to be at least two or three, maybe four, even more people who are on three wins. Hello, Glowworm. Hello, Glowworm. I heard a rumour about the way Strength of was working. I was working on map rankings. No. Oh, okay, that's never mind. Totally incorrect. Okay. Uh, we do sense of schedule. Uh, I would just like to interject that the tiebreaker was Darmore, who had the longest piece. Yes. Oh, bugger. No wonder I never win these things. So you've yeah. got a spoon coming your way. Hey! hey. Uh, someone said, they said it was um, the total of their NAF rankings of their races. No, because that would be a ridiculous way to uh, organise a tiebreaker, really, wouldn't it? Because that would favour people who attend lots of tournaments and, and build up their NAF ranking. Whereas Sawball is all about new people coming to their first tournament. Oh, but it's mostly who you beat, though, isn't it? So if you beat someone who's rankings 150, yep. you've got a worse schedule than if you beat someone who's rankings no, 180. No, 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 strength of schedule and then combined touchdowns and casualty difference is okay. the way to go at this one and that's what we've done and we have a clear winner good how's it been for you it's been emotional um, every year up until about 10 o'clock in the morning I'm never doing this again and then at 10 o'clock in the morning when all these magnificent bastards are playing Blood Bowl I'm like I love this I love this this is my baby Aww. and it's, it's great it's always a good what do you, what do you want get out of it Nesco yeah take a picture Oh, look at this. Don't Bozo. listen to the dirty fouling glow. This is Bozo. <laughs> Go back to your own fouling. Much nicer way to play. When's the next episode out? Come on. Oh, come on. Yeah, get yeah. out of here. Keep walking. When the kid leaves home. Keep walking. Keep walking. Um, how's things going for Money Raising Charity? Made a good pot? Uh, we have. I can't give an exact total because oh, no, obviously have to. we've got to work out expenditure. However, because this will be going out uh, obviously after this, for those that don't know, we're raising money for St. Catherine's Hospice and um, a member of the community unfortunately lost a close relative recently and that's where they spent their uh, last days shall we say uh, so we're actually raising money for that because we as a Blood Bowl community do that sort of thing I'm not suggesting other gaming communities don't but we always do we look after our own and there were 54 people in this room today who would have done exactly the same thing if they'd organised the tournament in my opinion um, the pot from Thorball, which is a sister tournament that's raising charity with us, uh, they paid me £500 today. Wow. So that's £500 plus whatever we've raised today. From we'll be going to, uh From Thorball's. Thorball's, sorry. Which is um, Thor 85, Thor 87, Thor 80 something. Thor somebody or other. Eight, uh, yeah, it's his IQ is the number, so it's either 85 <laughs> or 87, which I think is a bit optimistic. Um, but yeah, he, he's, his tournament actually raised just under £500, and he, he out of goodness of his heart, actually rounded it up to 500 So with what we raised today, I'm hoping to get a good total. That's a really awesome. good total. That's really good news. Yeah, it's fantastic news. And like I say, it's going to a cause that's uh, very close to our arts. It's, it's a guy in the community. I'm not going to say any more than that. Um, but he's a top bloke. I've never heard anybody say a bad word against him. And there are 53 other guys in this room who've all helped to do that. So big, big shout out to everybody that came to Snowball. I love the lot of you. Except for one guy, but we won't mention. I love, I love the other. I wonder who he could be. Yes, I wonder who he could be. What is it he wrote down my name on the food choices? What was my name again? Now your food, your food choices were 12th member on the lottery tickets uh, for the charity raffle. We were going to put Twatman. You were going to put it, or you did? No, we were going to. Put oh, it, 
sorry. Okay. We didn't. I thought you said it was twat man and I went to twelfth man actually, but and he said he'd agree. Everyone would agree. Everybody would have agreed. Including him. Yeah. Twat man. Yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> it's a fair cop. It's a fair cop, governor. Hey, well, what's the next tournament you're off to then? Uh, oh, NAFC is in May, isn't it? Yeah, that's not long. A couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, I'm reffing at the NAFC. So, uh, by all means, come and harass me at the NAFC. Mm. I don't know how I got roped into reffing, but. <laughs> you love it. I'd rather be playing. Do both. Hawker does both. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to do well from winning the NFC. So you know, I think that'd be just rude, isn't it? Yeah. Good especially, question, especially with goblins. Like, can I hand off to a ball centaur? Can I give him the bomb? At my tournament, yes, you can. <laughs> and also, the other side of that is when the other coach said to me, "Can my ball centaur now hand off back to the go- <laughs> back to the goblin?" And I went, "Yeah, why not?" The glowworm hot potato rule. Yes. Why not? Why, why not the indeed? hell not? The thing is, it's so bowl. It's competitive, but it's fun. Yeah, totally. It's competitive, but it's fun. It is fun. I'm having a cracking day. We weren't in, we weren't in anybody. We weren't at the top of the table clash. I couldn't see any problem with it. You say there's a clear winner? There is a clear winner. Ooh. I'm there glad I've, uh, I've, I've succeeded so well. There yeah. is a very clear winner. Um, and in the spirit of this tournament as well. An ex- exceptionally popular winner in my opinion. Ah, okay. I look forward to seeing who it might be. I'm surprised seven coaches on three wins. Yep. It's crazy. Yep, but strength of schedule work, worked and narrowed it down to two. And then I say we did casualty and touchdown differential to... Uh, and we had uh, Mike Davis overseeing it all, uh, the ex-NAF president, uh, who showed us how to do it. And there you go. Marvellous. All right, then. What do you want now? Uh, I won 3-2. Cornish. Oh, yeah, guys, I won 3-2. <laughs> I haven't mentioned that yet. Yeah, well done. Thank you very much. I was 2-0 down on turn seven, and then it went... Anybody that beats Cornish is not really popular well, Our record now, I think, we've got two wins and two losses and, like, two draws against each other, but now yeah, I've eked out with an extra win. Yeah, but I don't want to go pull with my Cornish man crush, so I've got to say anything at this moment. Fair enough. All right. See you later, guys. We've moved it over to Sobo. The Welsh have stolen it. I'm sure a couple of other, te- other tournaments have stolen it. We have a free team raffle. All you have to do is turn up to be eligible to win a team. Yeah? Um, I actually start that. I'm rather proud of the fact because I'm rubbish at Bubble, I'll never win anything, so it gives me a chance to win a team. However, today's winner was Kismet. Three. All the contestants throughout the day, most casualties, you're a brutal lot. You really are. However, again, rather weirdly with a score of 13. Lunch money! Yeah. Swing We're the only tournament that does this. In fact, the guy that invented it actually sent me all the files and said, you're the only guy that ever awards it, so you might as well have this. So we've adopted it as our own. It's almost like the guy that runs the tournament loves goblins and likes the way they work. Exactly. With a total score of nine, Demento! Stunny Cop! One that is always hotly contested <laughs> at this tournament. Thank you The guy that won it actually came sixth overall. Ooh. 54 coaches. Show Undefeated. 54 coaches. 52. Undefeated. What? Two. Two. Four. Two. Don't count the ones. Five is right out. <laughs> <laughs> is that net? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 52 coaches. He came six overall. Warriors. Hey. 
Bowl was to get new players into the game. We were originally going to do best newcomer, but to be, to be fair, there were much more, much, many more guys, this is a sentence, there were many more guys under 18 than there were guys who played three or less tournaments. So we changed it to Young Guns, and that goes to Edmund. Now, the most important uh, prize of all, you would think of the first, but it's not really, is it? It takes that special level to fall at the last hurdle, to stumble across the line as your opponents dash past you, to come in a resounding fourth, <laughs> which is why it's called the God Overboard, and why you have to hang it in your shitter. It gives me great pleasure to yet again award one to Hawker! Played a great day. To be fair, I think the top three came down to strength of schedule. Uh, they did. And then. Mm, hey, top two. What? Anyway. Ranging 82. There you go. Second place. <laughs> Only just on top of Ranging 82. <laughs> and that, that's the news you can take away with you. He's my very good friend, Dreams Creator. <laughs> In last place, <laughs> and eligible for the spoon, and I have been told it's his first one, which is great. I never met somebody come and do something new, accomplishes something they've never done before. I'm sure it's not going to be mentioned all the way up. D-Dive. There's only two more things to do. Three, three. What? What? Oh, he does. One more. Yeah. One thing. He's got three things to do. Do that thing first. That thing first. Because you want to do this thing. Do that thing. I'll come through. Don't do this thing. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. Mike, who's going to do the raffle thing? Mike, Mike's done. Mike, Mike, do the raffle thing. It's his team he's giving away. It's not his team. I'll pay for it. You're just not allowed to draw your own ticket. Who was you predicted earlier? Oh, look, And it actually says, if it says Glow, then I'm in trouble. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I have a strange feeling that this team may get recycled into more charitable donations <laughs> because it's gone to Giraffe! Yeah. Yeah. It's really going to hurt to donate this. If that was you, would you donate the club? Before we announce the winner, there is something else we need to do. Just so, half of the NAF, thank you for doing this. Um, the NAF does a thing for the 24 and the 26, and yeah, just a thing. And somebody completed their 26th race today. Today. Good little award for Right, finally. Finally. We will need. Sawball 2 champion. The big one. What? 2018. Is it going to be? Welcome to my blood blusters. I'm in charge. Woo! Oh. <laughs> it's fine. Unlike sometimes, there are really arbitrary answers that, well, they, they just are. Although, you are going to have to deal with my maths, 
So, good luck. Did you say, unlike last time, there are random, arbitrary answers? Because that's what no, it's no, like no. every time. Hey, this time I have answers and they are written in front of me. I planned ahead. <laughs> so, unless we get the exact written answer, we're not going to get the points. Well... Just so, so I know where I stand. <laughs> this time, all of the answers are numbers. Right. And we're going to operate a new system... The first person to answer, if they get it right, gets two points. Right. Okay. The second person to answer only gets one point. I like this system. Ooh, this is a much like better that. system. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I will still work off a principle of being close. So whoever is closest will get the point. Yeah. And if you are dead on, you can have three points. Ooh, I like that. So yeah. in theory, so if you said, for example, Matt said 10 and I said 11... It means that if the, if it's actually nine, then Matt's going to get loads of points. But if it I get it right, Matt I'll get less get points. two points because he went first. Oh, I like this. You should be impressed with the level of planning that's gone into this. There's a lot of lot of maths gone into. There this. has been some planning, evidently. There are. Now, what are your buzzers? What the fuck is that? That's a recorder. <laughs> wow, that's that that is Jesus. super loud. Is it? Um, Sorry, I'll, I'll point it away. Is that better? Better. Much better. Thank you. Well, define better. We're still well, having to listen to a recorder. I'll get the banjo yeah. out if you're not careful. I will go into my attic uh, and get out my banjo. You know, there is a day of banjo lessons taking place not three miles from my house in just a month. I was well, tempted. Do it. I'll. We could have a banjo off. Someone should write a song about that. <laughs> Deliverance style, presumably. Yeah. <laughs> we'll call it Fighting Banjos. <laughs> Moving on. Matt, what's your buzzer? Uh, jangle the chains. Fantastic. <laughs> shaky, shaky chains. <laughs> okay. So the first question is, how many squares are there in the end zone? Go on. 18. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Both end zones or one end zone? It was wrong either way. Go on, Matt. Uh, 16. Ooh, so Matt gets one point because the answer is 15. Oh. Uh, oh, you're talking about one end zone, I see. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so, I thought you meant this new version of Blood Bowl I've got called uh, 12. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that, that secret version you've been working on. <laughs> yeah, don't joke, it'll happen one day. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so it, it's like the difference between rugby league and union. It just just involves you know different numbers of players. Yeah, but quite right. Wouldn't that mean that we wouldn't be able to block each other if we were doing the version of rugby league? Yeah, it'd be like like touch blood ball. Oh, that's <laughs> well, if, weird. If you're in a tackle zone, you have to get rid of the ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or just every player has strip ball. Every time you touch anybody, Ooh, they go prone. Be brutal. Yeah. It's oh, gonna be weird. Let's not make that game actually. Tis a silly game. <laughs> Tis a silly game. Okay. Indeed. Question the second. I'm ready. How many rows are there in a single half? What? In Sorry? How many how many rows of squares are there in a single half of the pitch? Oh. Alex. Thirteen. Correct. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't understand the question. <laughs> That's because it was well, a stupid question. How yes. how about this? I can give you a much better question. Okay. Yes, please. How many squares are there on a blood ball pitch? Oh fucking hell. <laughs> uh, I was uh, proud of this, but it did require a calculator. 
Okay, let's see. So it's 26 multiplied by 15. Shut up. Uh. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm going to have God. to hurry you. <laughs> Alex? Is it 390? Bloody hell. Thank you very much. Ooh. That is surprisingly impressive maths. Yeah, I got it as well. No, yeah, but I got it first. It's quite, it's quite straightforward. <laughs> you multiply by thirty and half. So you multiply by ten and then triple it, or multiply by yeah. ten and times by one well, and a half. Yeah, yeah, pretty much thirteen times thirty, isn't it? So okay, well, yeah, easy stuff. I'm, I'm still very impressed. Thank you. How many squares are on the line of scrimmage? Alex. Well, that'll be seven. Ooh. Oh, hold on. Now, are you going to say now actually, that you've, it's you've 14? said seven? You've, oh, you've no, you said seven. Matt? 14. Well, that is the answer I was looking for. You're a bastard. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> you've got to listen to the question. I did. I listened very carefully to the question. And then you got it wrong anyway. It was like one of those Facebook <laughs> posts where it goes, what is the right answer? One plus one times zero plus two. And everyone goes, oh, it's clearly this. And the whole point is it's ambiguously worded so it can have several answers. All you know when I said... No, no, every, every question here has an arbitrary answer. It's fine. Well, but we don't know how he got to the arbitrary answer. Yeah, but Alex, he laid it out in the terms and conditions. We both agreed to play, so, you know... I do not accept these terms now. All right, come on then. Come on then, I've got All the right. recorder ready. Question five. How many squares are in both wide zones? Oh. <laughs> Alex? Oh, fuck, I forgot to count them. All right, 77. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, Matt? Uh, 208. Matt is correct. Look at that. See, all I did was, I just thought, okay, I thought you meant like line of scrimmage Y zone. So I was like, clearly it's eight, then t another eight, 16. Haha, -ha, I win this round. I was, I, then, I was intrigued as to how you came up with an odd number, to be honest. I just, <laughs> I just guessed. Well, I did realise that that was actually a really ambiguous question after I answered it, because you could legitimately argue that 104 is the right answer, because both wide zones have 104 squares. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's almost like the line of scrimmage question all over again. <laughs> I'm glad you're so conscious about it now. Here's a question. Does Matt still get three points because he got the exact number on the nose? Of course he does. Bastard. <laughs> I'm surrounded and by the, bastards. And at the end of round one, Matt is ahead by one point. I'll get you soon, Matt, if that is your okay, real name. Okay, now, we're, we're going to progress here to odds. Now, oh, good. I, all of my answers are in fractions. I hope that works <laughs> for you because I don't know the answer in percentage terms. Can I give it in a decimal format? That's essentially a percentage, <laughs> so no. All right, fine. If you are really you desperate, know I, I, can, I, do? I can get a calculator. Do you know what I could do? If you say like the odds are, say, two and three, I could technically say, well, that's 0 0.66 over one, which is this, it's actually, that's it as a fraction. Oh, that is technically so, correct. Ha -ha, I, I have beaten you at your own game. <laughs> well, you haven't beaten him, really, have no, you? No, I'm going to lose horribly now. <laughs> I can hear him like tipixing over the written down answer just just to just to fuck me. Come on then. Well, he'll have two he'll have two answers written down and whichever <laughs> one you go for, it'll be the other one. The only way to win was not to play. So So it is, you this is a strange game. Well 
Come on then. Some of these do actually have useful. So we are learning while we play. Yay! The best kind of game. I didn't sign up for this shit. <laughs> what are the odds <laughs> of getting a push? Uh, for for oh. anyone out there who wants to make a one turner, what are the odds of getting a push on two dice? Alex? 0.69. That's... I, I, I have no idea what that is. Wait, okay, 7 over 10. No. That's a fraction. That's a perfect... It is a fraction. fraction. It's not right. What's wrong with that? Matt? Uh, I have no idea. I don't... I don't do fractions. I do percentages. Uh, uh, okay, okay. You may you may give me a percentage. So, Alex, what was your percentage? The first one. Sixty nine percent. Okay. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a bit distracted. Anna's just giving me a nice lolly. What are we talking about? Are we still on this question? Have I won yet? No. Yes, we are still on this question. No, you haven't won yet. All right. Okay, Matt. Your guess is. Uh, 62%. And Matt takes it. Ah. The actual answer is 4 in 9, or 0.444 recurrent. I way overestimated that, probably because I'm thick. <laughs> so did I, actually, yeah. Okay. So I tell you I'm how I'm realising how, how long I had to spend... Making these good questions. No, working out the answers to some of these questions and realising they might be quite hard. Anyway. Have you, ever, have you ever heard of the Samba Action Calculator? I have not. I'm going to make your life so much easier in a minute. That's good to know. Basically, it's the Samba Action Calculator. Do you know the guy who, um, I don't know how to pronounce it, L-U-K, L-U-K or something? Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he, made he, was in, he was involved in Fumble, wasn't he? Yeah. Let me just send you this on Discord. I know it's interrupting it a bit, but you have to click on this because you're going to end up having a hernia. Click on that and then have a look at it and tell me what you think. <laughs> Everyone who knows what this is knows why I'm laughing. Yeah. Click on that it's and tell me what you should think. Should we possibly link this in the show notes? Because this is pretty important. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. Maybe. <laughs> I've, I've, I've Essentially, then, I'll explain actually, it. Yeah. Somebody has done all this for you. You choose all the dice rolls, including skulls, pals, pushes, three pluses, two pluses. It tells you yeah. the chart, the percentage you've got of succeeding and the percentage you've got if you've got a team reroll. And then you can choose if you've got built-in skills. And it tells you the exact yeah. decimal percentage that you have to succeed. It's absolutely brilliant. In about yeah. one second flat, if that. So when you say you spent a long time figuring it all out, I mean, I can just go on here. Look, for example, two dice. All I need is a push. Click add. I've got a 55.556% chance of it working without a team reroll. With a team reroll, 80.247% chance of it working. I mean, that is completely different to what Naz said also, which doesn't... Yeah, I mean, hold on a minute. Wait, you said 62%, so... What did you say the answer was, Nazgob? I may have got that wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at the end of the day, I still won. You did still win. Yeah, so it's absolutely fine. It's not... It's really not a problem. Okay, Never how about I'm going to come off of the calculus because I'm not going to cheat. Exactly. So the next question, and this is just for you, Alex. Oh, thank you very much. What are the odds of a pro-off catcher catching the ball adjacent to a beast of Nurgle? Alex? Well, that'll be a 8 in 9 chance. That is correct. Thank you very much. 
I did say that was for you. Thank you. It's just, just like a human catcher, isn't it? And you know it's got a uh, 1 in 9 to fail, therefore it must have an 89 to succeed. Yes. And, and would you like to explain why? Because Nerves of Steel, remember Nerves of Steel should help him out there. Nerves of Steel negates the tackle zone. However, it does not negate the disturbing presence. So he is still catching on effectively a 3-plus in this situation with a built-in re-roll from catch. Thank you very much. Very good. Now. Did I buzz in that time? Do I still get the point? Yeah, yeah, you got the points. You're fine. That's all right then. What are the odds of a human lineman knocking over an orc lineman? In what situation? Like how many dice? I've given you all that you require. Uh, (laughs) Matt? Uh, Sorry, did we say we were doing it in percentages? I will accept either. Uh, 50%. Correct. What? Did you, did you say a bl- Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Think it, think it through. Think it through. Something's fucky here. Why? No. Why is it? Tell me the question again. What are the odds yeah. of an... Oh, sorry. One human lineman. I said a human lineman, but th- the implication is it's singular. Knocking over an orc lineman. Singular, again. Oh, you said orc lineman? Yes. I thought you said black orc. No, oh, no. For fuck's sake. <laughs> well, that makes it less, I guess. I don't know. Whatever, okay. Oh, fine. Why did I, I mean, hear Blackhawk? I swear I heard Blackhawk then. I, I don't know. I he mean, did not say Blackhawk. What the heck is wrong with me? I wouldn't have said 50% if he said Blackhawk. Maybe I've got like some sort of problem. <laughs> You've got many problems, but. This is, is this time to go into them? No, we haven't got the time. I can see defeat on this question. Very good. I'm, I'm ready to progress. hear it. So, we've got one question left. Alex, you are currently on nine points. Woohoo! Matt, you are currently on. It uh, looks like 13. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, Alex, you, you, can get, you can get some respect if you get this last question. Exactly. Full three I don't have and, any respect anymore. And I am honestly impressed that you've got almost all of these dead on between you. I think that's, that's really good going. That's because we're, we're nerds. Pretty good. Yeah. Okay. So, what are the odds of a human thrower picking up the ball in the rain adjacent to a beast of Nurgle? Alex, I would go ahead and say that is a thirty-three percent chance. A one in three. Matt, do you wish to weigh in? Uh, I'm going to say a twenty-five percent chance. Ooh. Okay. Now. Would either of you care to explain your working? I'm uh, happy to. Was complete guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind nice. of working. All right, I okay. Couldn't bother, I couldn't be bothered to work it out. Complete guess. Well, I realised that... So he's in the rain, so that's a minus one. Attacker zone, that's a minus one. Uh, and then yeah. I realised, of course, now disturbing presence doesn't actually affect the pickup. Disturbing presence, yeah. So therefore, yep. making my... It would have been a five plus. And what I did was, in my head, I think, well, a five plus with the re-roll... From, if my math is right, it's about a 55% chance of working from having dodged with Saurus before. So I thought it was going to be one harder than that. So I guess 33, which is a 16% chance multiplied by 2 for the free re-roll, not realising actually it should have been a 5+. plus. Therefore, the answer is actually, I think, four in, for 5 in 9. But now looking back on it, I didn't say that. And you were right the second time round. Sadly, you weren't the first time. But you still get two points because you were Ooh. closest. Oh, there you go. Never so, mind. You tricked so me. That- that ends 13-11 to Matt. Yay. Congratulations. Congratulations. That was good, that was. That was like a mental brain exercise. 
I, I was quite pleased with it as an idea. And yeah. I feel we learned stuff. We learned yeah, stuff. We did learn stuff. Learning is good. I can now I know exactly how janky my bullshit is if I need to. If I'm like, eh, the ball is next to a beast of Nurgle, let's just pick it up. I know. Ah. Nurgle says this has a good chance of working. Next time, we'll learn about shadowing. Woohoo! Uh, yeah. <laughs> I literally wrote an article on shadowing. I should be able to do that. I did a NAF tactics article with percentages and everything. But I've forgotten well, it all because it was ages I, I was ago. Say, I hope you remember them. I should yeah, probably I brush up them. on that. I really don't understand shadowing. Shadowing is great. Well, we've already talked about it this episode in the future. In the past, it's come up. Remember? It has, yes. I remember discussing it very well. You make a good point. I understand everything. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. As the outro jingle fades into the distance, we are now entering the official outro. See, I didn't have an outro jingle last time, so it just sounded like shit. I don't know that it ever sounded like shit. It just didn't sound as organised. It didn't sound as any, like anything. It just sounded like an empty, vacuous space where an outro jingle should have been. And I forgot to actually... Well, anyway, it doesn't matter. Welcome to the outro. We're going to round up the things we just talked about, except we don't know what we just talked about necessarily, because the, the parts we were going to put in may or may not appear. This is the only problem with doing it in segments. I don't know exactly what's going to be in the outro. I think I think we do. I think we know exactly what's do in we? the outro. Oh, no way. What's in the outro? What, what have we just talked about? Oh, no. See, now I'm going to panic because that's your job. Ah, okay. Well, you see, that's the tricky bit. We have talked about Chaos Pact. We have talked about the star players, Bummer Dribble Snot, and as well as a few of the other ones that are making a reappearance. So, Bile Rot Vomit Flesh and all that stuff. We've talked about Animosity and Multiple Block. We've talked about the Warhammer TV Roundup. We've talked about Sorbol. Well, we talked at Sorbol, if that makes sense. Apart from Matt, he didn't get to talk about Sorbol because he wasn't there. I wasn't so, there, so it wasn't a factor. <laughs> how was your revision, Matt? Was it good? Uh, uh, it was a shit Saturday of revising all day, followed by a shit Sunday of revising all day. So. Oh. Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Never mind. And we have also talked about a few... We got a bit hairy about NAF stuff. <laughs> so clarifications <laughs> and skills yeah. and the underrated and rarely used skills of pass block and shadowing and how they interact and all that bollocks oh no we also talked about um wait no that is no that's everything we we, we talked about a load of blood bowl stuff you've oh, you just a... listened you, you <laughs> just listened to it we talked about a load of blood bullshit great summary. we also had a game of blood blusters didn't we we did because how can you not <laughs> it's so, this is so meta because some of this stuff is in the past and some of it's in the future some of it we talked about weeks ago and some of it has some has yet, yet to come to pass and we're having to go back to the future to do it. It's, it's, crazy. it's crazy. I feel like Wally West and someone is is altering the timeline here. Ooh, I've been reading. A... I've been reading comics recently. I'm getting a bit obsessed. Oh, which ones are you reading? Well, I've just Flash, read Flashpoint. I have I have read some Flashpoint very recently. Okay. It's amazing. I love it. Oh well, I've got um, all yeah, of we'll, them. We'll, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. <laughs> but <laughs> that is the Thank voice for a man with too many comics. <laughs> There's no such thing. It's like it's like it's like too many models. No such thing. Oh, okay. I, I think one day we're gonna. I'm gonna walk into Matt's house and it's just going to be a comic shop. Yeah, 
That, I mean, no, because that would involve me selling some, so that's not going to happen. Oh, no, you wouldn't actually sell any. You turn up and everybody would say, can I buy this? And you go, no, nothing's for sale. <laughs> no, nothing's not. No, you can't buy that. That's not for sale. That's not for sale. sale. Yeah, there, there are lots of comics, but nothing's for sale. <laughs> Excellent. Well, anyway, let's sign this off and, and, and post it in the letterbox of, of the internet or something. We've been anything but a one... What could go wrong? I knew it'd be you. <laughs> Something in my head knew it'd be you. <laughs> <laughs>